Warning, this show may include words and ideas that some people may find offensive. Opinions given in this show are those of the presenters. This may or may not be in line with the values of Roller Snakes. Sorry, not sorry, but really sorry, or not. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. We're in the... <laughs> Sake. Good night. Right, don't, are you recording? Don't breathe. It's quite me off. <coughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whenever you're watching us. My name is Ford Brookfield, the presenter, co-presenter, co-presenter of sake, the right. ever, ever growing in popularity brain drain show. To my left, we have the OG here. You're officially in the OG territory. Not the now, OG. Because, no, but no, not the bin man looking OG from last week. <laughs> Hell, that was great, wasn't it? Toby Bachelor is to my left. And, Hello. Um, this is the show where we uh, we talk about the past, present, and the future, and you're about to find out why. We have a very special guest, very prominent UK skateboarding, residential nighttime crawler. It is Nick Zorlak over here. Hello. What? Um, oh, oh, are we just driving? Oh, when hold on. <coughs> what? We have Nick Zorlak right here. Oh yeah, sorry. Just, Nick Zorlak, just, just what you're saying on nighttime crawler. What is your average? What is your like body clock these days? Yeah, tell us because it alludes. Because oh, you're notorious nightmare. for being a night owl. Yeah. Because like, if anyone ever says anything, I just say Zorlak is awake in the night, awake in, in the evening, and is he's asleep in the day. Yeah. Sometimes I call you backwards. But it's, it's been said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us. So, tell us your. your oh, it's a nightmare, and I'm not proud of it. So basically, give us the time as well. The hours. I, I wake up at lunchtime. Which sort of is like a teenager, one <laughs> o'clock, and um, I have a few coffees. Otherwise, I can't think at all. I thought it was later than that. I always say, "Oh, he gets up. At, he gets up at like ten p.m. and he's awake till seven a.m." And no, no, it's not that no. bad. I mean, right. you're like lunch... eight hours. Yeah, behind. I guess, you yeah. you can clarify this then for everyone that's been relentlessly emailing me and Toby trying to find out these diehard facts he talks his about own, Nick, uh, Nick Zorlak. <laughs> before we get into that, last name, tell me, you, tell me your official last name. Hang on, he hasn't name. finished talking about it. I his... just said before we get into it. <coughs> Orecchio. Orecchio, there That's you go. Fine. You heard it here first, but you didn't really. Tell us about your sleep pattern. <laughs> We're starting this episode very late. You're coming out with We started this episode what? late because Nick gets up at 10 p.m. So it's actually 11.30 p.m. I was going right to bring the pyjamas and a pillow and just... Oh, we could have done a proper slumber, slumber party. <laughs> Next Imagine time. That. Next time. Plan. I'm already knackered. So, yeah. right. Right, we're not going to interrupt you anymore. Tell That's us, right. tell uh, us so your lifestyle pattern. So, it, yeah, I'm not proud of it. It's just how it, how it is. But for decades now, I get up about one o'clock have a few coffees, otherwise I can't think at all. And, and then generally work, if I don't get, go out for a skate, I generally work till about five, six in the morning. So I get a lot done. Like whenever you email me, it's normally like 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can, I've messaged you before in the morning and got a text back at like 3.30 a.m. Unless you catch me at 6 or 6.30 before I've gone to sleep, and then sometimes I reply at that time. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a nightmare but I work around it. And it's been like that since you was the age of cool. 18, 19? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, about that. Any reason or that just, that's just how it... It's just how I'm... How it's always been. Built. It's just how I'm built. It's, I've, I've tried to, to, to get out of it, but it just doesn't work. I just, all I want to do is, if I get up early in the morning, all mm -hmm. I can think about is I need to go back to bed. 
Is that know. why your board prices are so cheap? Because they put secret flash sales at 4 a.m. and you're buying them and... You sussed me out. Yeah, there we go. You heard it here first, but you didn't really. But, but the other thing is, as well, as I'm sure everyone, everyone's is now, my phone is just red hot all day long. People are calling me, texting me. Yeah. Uh, and aside from everything else that's going on, uh, literally <coughs> where you are. So at that time of night, it's quiet. Yeah. You get more so done, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, not even more. Just something. Get something done. Yeah. Like I, I come in here really early in the morning because I get half hour, 45 minutes before everyone yeah. comes in and like you. Toby. Toby, like, Toby. can you do this? That What's it? That Toby. Thing, so Toby. So me and just constant bullshit. Me and producer Fraser, I kept looking at him and I kept going, Toby. <laughs> and he was sat at his computer going, what? You know when you try and get something done? And no, but it's like, not only that though. If I come in at 9.30, by 10.30, you've been on your phone for about five hours because you put it down and then it calls again. Yeah. You're a very busy guy. So well, maybe you need to, maybe you need to be awake till 6.30 and then start work at 7.30. So you've got an hour so of sleep. Toby, Toby's way of doing it is the sensible way, which is just get up a bit earlier and have that time but early I, in the morning. I wake up early anyway, like 5am. Yeah, I'm, I'm up. I'm just like, bing, and I'm up. And I've always been like that. Although in the last... Because you said to me, you have to get up at 5am because if you don't, your body kind of goes into overdrive and you wake up and you usually shit yourself. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, I've never said that, but I mean, that's quite a good rumor to spread. Yeah, you've got a vivid imagination. <laughs> yeah, it just comes out with that. I'm yeah, usually if, I, if I sleep past five. I'm usually board, asleep. It's because right. I'll be scared and that I'll shit myself. <laughs> I'm I, usually asleep at this time, so I'm I delirious. I um, I do go to bed quite early, but I don't sleep. Ten. Like, I I like tenish. You go. To I'll be asleep by ten, but I always wake up ninety minutes in, and then I've got restless legs, and my legs are like. So what do you do? I have to get up, walk around, mm. sit in the edge a bit of the bed. Staring. Last last night I was on the edge of the bed, sat there at the end, just staring at rain. Just staring, no, just staring at the floor, and I fell asleep like Whoa, like that, and then because then my legs go again, it's fucked, like it's gnarling. It's because when your body goes into <coughs> is it a REM cycle? Yeah, I don't get I don't get there within thirty minutes to an hour. If you wake up within that time, it takes the body upwards to eight hours to naturally process it. It needs to go sleep again. So when you're when you're tired at one two in the afternoon. Is because your your body is ready again to sleep. Yeah. So as soon as you break that, you'll you'll have short patterns of sleep. You'll doze off, like you do when you're at work. You're like, yeah. I call them the jitterbugs. Every time he does it, never I play the that. song. He goes like never that. Never called me go, that ever. It's fucking full of shit tonight, isn't he? Um, right. But yeah, there's a pressing question. No, we want to continue talking about the the what? sleep pattern and tell oh, us how sorry, productive it is and. Yeah, everything you get. So it's sort of a nightmare because the rest of the world is nine to five. So if you need to do stuff like get stuff done, going to shops and you speak to certain people, well, you've got you ain't got long to do it. Yeah. Especially because I'm I can't really think straight for the first couple of hours after I get up, and I need to have loads of coffees and stuff. So how many coffees do you have? Four, just constant. Just pretty much shots, coffee shots. Yeah. Pretty much constant. Yeah. It's interesting that it's just. That's it's the opposite way around for you, and it has been since you was a teenager. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, on the other hand, stuff happens like if we're on a tour or whatever, and I'm driving, and it's we're coming back from somewhere. Yeah. The amount of times where I've driven back through the night and everyone's gone to sleep, well, eventually after they've finished <coughs> going completely bananas. Yeah. Um, and the amount of times people have said, "Oh my god, I don't know how he did that. I'd have fallen asleep and crashed the van." So there is advantages of it 
Has there you ever know? been a time when you've been somewhere in the world where the time difference is so major that when it is actually getting to the evening that your body is naturally ready to go to sleep and you will sleep through the night? Yeah, it's really good. So you've been to Japan and Australia. Have you been to Australia as well with yeah. huge time differences? That's where I met Richie. Okay, was that was going to yeah. be a question. How did you find Richie? And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. so we'll get back to that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there was one... Well, it's happened loads of times, but the, 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 the time when it was most perfect was um, about 12 years ago, I went to see Dave Allen in Atlanta when he mm. lived in Atlanta. And, um, was that when you went? Yes, yeah. You went with CJ and Kate's, wasn't it? Was no, that, was that uh, they went, one? and I, I went on a separate trip. I just went by myself mm. uh, to see Dave and... It was just amazing, like mm. the crew that was out over there and stuff, and it was just so sick. But um, oh, it was what was cool was because of the time difference. I'd, I'd go to sleep, wake up at seven in the morning, uh, not, yeah. like a normal person, and you're awake when the world's awake. And like, we'd go this out for is breakfast. Too fucking busy for me. <laughs> yeah, me and Dave would go out for breakfast to a cafe, and I was just like, oh, this is so sick. Doing like, it's like a whole new stuff. world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then every day it would get like. Half an hour, I'd wake up half an hour, an hour later, and then after sort of ten days there, a week there, or whatever, body back. I was into I was getting up at lunchtime again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're never out on a session. Right? It's because I'm not awake. Yeah, it's, yeah. it sucks, but but, but you know it, it works for you, I guess. Now you've done it that long, haven't you? It's just I think in life you've got to you've got to sort of make the most of what you can do. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I try and not just with that situation with the sleeping thing. But just with everything, I just try and make the best of yeah. the situations yeah. that, that I've got. And that sort of, I have a philosophy I should probably mention, which is the meaning of life, right? 24, isn't oh, it? Is this 42. 42. But is this going to be the, is this going to be the <laughs> quote that was in one of your parts in the <clears throat> death video? I think it's Quadrophenia. You end it on a quote. Is it going to be that quote? Trust your instincts. You have them for a reason. Yeah. No, it's not okay. That's, that's not the quote. That's, is that is that the is that your uh, your quote? Your the way you you live your life. That's no, what I just asked him. What? Are you falling asleep? Yeah. What? <laughs> no. So <laughs> it's it's just carrying on from what we were talking about, which is making the best of what, what you've what got, you have got, the situation, yeah, and the situation, yep. and the life you've got. What I've sort of been, what I've realised, sort of quite recently, because uh, people talk about the meaning of life. I mean. Who, who really understands it and who really knows it. But for me, I'm like, you've got to enjoy moments, just moments. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting sitting here with you guys and it's sick. So I'm enjoying that moment. And just yeah. take, a, take a minute to enjoy, if you're having a nice cup of coffee or hanging out with your mates, skating a, a little rad little mini ramp or just take a minute to just appreciate being present that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really don't do that. And I've made like in the last few months, I've made a conscious effort to try and like, instead of Sick. thinking, oh, I've got to do this later or got to do this or this, that or the other, try and be more present. It's fucking hard because my brain's so wired yeah, in. Because you naturally <laughs> want to do. Yeah, I'm always thinking about, I've got to do this, I've got to do humans that. Humans are insatiable. There's always something <clears throat> we want or that we've got to do or that we're worrying about. But that's, Especially that's now sick, with social media, we were talking yeah, about that. Yeah. Especially with the, the urgency of social media. Absolutely. But so. yeah, that's sick though. If you can just... Just enjoy the moment a and little just sit bit. back for a minute and go, actually, this is pretty cool. Yeah. To me, that's, I, I can't figure out yeah. a better a better uh, thing to explain what life's all about, really, than, than that. And that goes on to the question of, are you starting a new brand, which you are, Moment Skateboards? I am starting a new brand. 
Is Holy this, shit. Is this, well, there you, but that's not it. Is you this the clothing what? company you showed me the graphic for? Yeah, it's it's going to be... Can we be, talk about that? Can we dive into that? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Okay, shall we go into that now? Or do you want to keep talking about the sleep pattern? Because mm. I want to know when you're working, when you're sending out boards and product to Mate, people. You, you ask me whatever you want. Okay, this is why I fucking love Zorlak. So... <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. You know, unsociable hours, etc. Yeah, yeah. You're sorting out board orders and store orders and whatnot. Yeah. Um, What's the difference between board orders and store orders? Well, board, I don't know if you're selling directly to a consumer or if you're selling directly you to... You don't sell direct to consumers, do you? From so the website, right? My mate runs a, a skate shop. Yeah. And he I, he does all the retail okay. for me. So I don't, I don't, that, I don't personally... J-Bone. Because yeah, I wanted I've known to know for forever. I wanted to know when it comes to I assume you sort out everything to send to stores, yeah. etc. Do you wait for people to collect them or do you have someone in the day if someone's going to collect them at ten in the morning, midday? That's, you're presumably going to be asleep. That's a very good point. So who collects your boards? Well, I, can, I can tell you how I do it. How I've got how I've got detail. Round, yeah, yeah. So how, how I've got around this how I've got around this sort of this issue with when I'm awake. You found another courier that works. So Early basically, U, U, UPS. Yeah, I can drop the stuff there at up to eight pm, and it will get there the next day. It's mental. Eight, I get there at eight pm, and it will get to you the next day. See, that's actually something that I wanted to. I've it's, always wanted to know because yeah. I thought, does does Nicholson work for you? Yeah, does Mark, he do that? Mark works with me. Um, so Mark was one of my first riders on Death. That was nice. It said works with me as opposed to, you know, works for me. Because that's how it is. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's, that's, that's how it is. We work yeah. with each other. We've got a great civil <laughs> partnership. <laughs> civil partnership? <laughs> Fucking hell. So, Mark works we with you. We had loads yeah. of Red Bulls yeah. or something. I'm, I'm just high off the... Uh, liquid uh, death. Liquid death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicholson works with you. So, Nicholson works with me. So, how do you get around... So, uh, are we talking about the hours still? The hours and... Yeah, Let's talk about that. Because you've already Absolutely. explained it. But then please remind me to tell you about the other little story about Nicholson as well, to do with death. If you if you wouldn't mind. Just okay. try and if you remind me, please. I will. Well, Nicholson I, was I'm your first death rider. One he was one of the one first of, death riders. Along with Kate's. Yeah, so he's been okay. on for twenty five years. Okay. Oh, that's dedicated. He was one of the first riders, yeah. So he helps me with <laughs> the uh, picking and packing of orders. And I'll pick up the orders. And I'll take him to UPS mm. at eight PM. I, I can get there. At, I can get there at seven fifty on a Thursday, and they'll be at the stores on a Friday. Yeah. So it's it's amazing. Really. You send everything Wednesdays, right? Wednesdays, right? Thursdays, generally, because everyone normally get. wants stuff for the weekend. Yeah. Um, so I used to run it all out of uh, the House of Doom. Yeah. Which was that was House of Doom number three. Mm-hmm. So everything used to get done out of there, and that I had that place for twenty two years. Yeah. It was rented. And we had a, a a mini ramp. It's not there anymore. In the garden. No, I just moved. I just oh, moved fuck. out. Yeah, just right. after twenty two years. And the previous one, we had a mini ramp and a concrete bowl yeah. in the rented house, which was I thought pretty amazing. Did I also hear something that, like I said, it was a rented house and the landlord didn't know you were operating a skateboarding company out of there, or they didn't know that you had all the product in there. Did I hear something? So the, the oh, old, I made that up. the previous one, um, they were completely oblivious to the fact that. Yeah, we was it was on? that was a party house. The previous one, I mean, it was, it was. So when that when they filmed when, um, Pritch and Dayton, those guys were filming, the 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 pilot for, Dirty Sanchez. Sanchez. So, 
Pritchard versus Dayton. Yep. That, a lot of that was filmed in the living room in that house. Is and that the living room you punched the light out in? in your, <coughs> yeah. When, so, sorry to go off track. It's Mike's favorite thing to talk about. He said that when there was a tour, when they play Dead Kennedys, they'd go, unless you're Nick. At the end of the Kennedy song, when he goes, unless you think that you skated to, yeah. and you punch out the light, and they'd change think to Nick, and they'd all just be that, punching lights. For some reason, that was just, at that house, something we'd always do. I don't even remember just how smash it Smash out the light just, bulbs. Yeah, I can't remember Well, that video will be right here. And you can watch it. So that was a party house. So, you was yeah, on the day. Yeah. So that house, basically, that if you had, there'd be all these gnarly parties there, right? But then the next day, <clears> the house was so thrashed that you wouldn't even know whether there'd been a party or not because it was just like that the whole time. It was amazing. There was graffiti all over the insides by the end of it. Saw it was so thrashed. Off. Yeah. But you know what the coolest thing about it was? It didn't harm anyone because the bloke that owned it wasn't paying the mortgage. It was nothing to do with us. We were paying the rent. Yeah. He didn't pay the mortgage. So the house got repossessed and and um, auctioned okay. and it sold for dirt cheap. So the person that bought it got it for cheap. The bloke who wasn't paying his mortgage was Did, getting the rent anyway. And didn't have a leg to stand on. Well, it didn't matter that yeah. the place was a mess because it, it, it was repossessed and the people bought it in an auction anyway. So they'd have known they'd have had to redo the whole thing. Yeah. So what was nice, it didn't it didn't hurt anyone. And yeah, then the, the, ne the next house, the one, that I've, the one that I've just moved out of, um, that was a bit more mellow we'd mellowed out a bit by then mm. and um is anyone still living there now no nah, the landlady um she was there for quite a while as 22 well 22 years yeah oh. yeah so then the, the landlady <coughs> come to check it out and i was like look i said don't give me the deposit back i said i understand the house is, is, is sort of worn out after 22 years of us yeah. living here closest i got was parking outside the front of it you never been when, in when we went to the into the void creme i think we parked there and we got the train we got the train to the prem at the yeah, house yeah. of lands. It was, it was near the station, and yeah. And Mike was like, that's the house of doom. And I was like, oh, rad. Oh, man, we, it's we, a shame. We're not going in, though, because you you guys were already there. Oh, it's a shame that you couldn't have come in because it was it was almost like a museum. Mm. Yeah. So the stuff there was, so like in, so Richie would come around and Richie came to that house when he was about 18 years old for the Squadrophenia tour mm. in about 2003. He's been on death for so long. Yeah, we were his so first sponsor. Long. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Richie, Richie would come around recently. He'd walk in to the living room, which hasn't hadn't changed for 22 years. He'd put his suitcase bag down or whatever, and he'd look at the poster on the wall, which was out of skateboard mag, and it was the triple front yeah, rod. Yeah, yeah, I remember the one. You can possibly yeah. show it. You can probably have it come on the screen. Yeah, we'll find it. Um, and Richie would be like, ah, oh, everything's all right in the world. <laughs> that room hadn't changed. Yeah, it was, it was just like safe, like, you know, happy place. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing, you know? Um, when Richie used to stay, didn't he live under the stairs? Because it had that kind of the Zarosh too as well. He had the little that's right under yeah. the stairs thing. That yeah. Like, also remember Dibble getting locked in there as well at parties. Oh yeah, that sounds. Do you remember right. when the Hulk went mental at your one of your parties? And we had, used to call him. We had Hulk. to push him in there and lock him in there because he was losing his mind. I think it was the same party. Um, we had a bouncy castle in the back. Oh yeah, and Cundor passed out, and his head was like resting up against the bouncy castle. So when whenever anyone jumped on it, he get fucking whiplash. His head was going like this, <laughs> oh, no. and he was there like people had drawn on his face. And we were going oh, up no. to the ramp. He'd, he'd slept on the flat bottom of the ramp. We went up there in the morning, and he's like in a sleeping bag. He's got the sharpie pen all over himself, <laughs> sick oh, no. out of his mouth because he cundled himself. Do you know what? Do you know what it's called? Yeah, condoled himself. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And like, yeah. he just, and he had whiplash because he said, <laughs> sort of the, well, at least he was alive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the Hulk fell asleep on the landing. Yeah. 
And we kept trying to wake him up and he wouldn't wake up no matter what you did. And it was about six or seven in the evening the next day and he finally woke up. No, I don't know. He was so... Yeah, I don't I think... It, he, yeah, he wasn't much Poor of a drinker bloke. and when he went for it, he fucking went for it. Poor bloke. That was quite yeah. funny. One other story, one time I stayed at the House of Doom, I was on the sofa and I think you, you were there. I think Kate... I don't know where Kate... It's pretty quiet anyway. And um, I had my rucksack on the floor and I could hear this like noise and the fucking mouse ran out of my rucksack there was mice just like in yeah there. it's the house of doom we we, yeah. we managed to stop them from coming back without killing any uh by putting these metal grills in front of these um these bricks that had that got holes in them like yeah, yeah. bricks yeah we put these grills in front and that just oh and there's another there's another thing that was cool if you have ants in the house if you get a sugar cube and put it just outside the house all the ants go in like, go to that the sugar cube and go, don't go in the house anymore. Fuck. So you don't have to use poison stuff. Nick yeah. Zorlak's top tip. Nick Zorlak gets sugar cube outside your house. So to finish what I was saying about the landlady, she came round. So we were in the house of them, the final, like the last one for twenty two years. The landlady yeah. came round when to take to get the house back. Yeah. And I said to her, look, don't give me the deposit back. The house is pr- bit worn out. We were we were here for years. I said, don't <coughs> don't worry about it. And she was so cool. She was like. No, she she goes. The people that were here before you were here for a really short time, and they the house was much worse. Left it in a much worse. worse. And she goes, yeah. she goes for twenty two years. This is this is this is fine. And and she was cool. She gave me the deposit back. Nice. And stuff, so it was yeah. Really cool. Nice. Um, tell before, us. Sorry, before we break off on that, because you spoke about Richie Jackson. So you met him in Australia. Yeah. So I was a matter of time ago. So I want to know how you met him, and then yeah. Melcher coming along. Yeah. So skated for Black Label. No, I, no, he was on. Melcher didn't have a board sponsor when he got on death. No, but I mean, he did. He, oh, he skated he, for Black Label previously. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant oh, I poached him off Black Label. No, no, no. I know I that you're not a poacher no. person at all. But I know that obviously those two are old friends. Uh, I don't. I don't know if. Well, Richie know, and Melcher. Yeah, I don't know if no, they were. It's only when no? Richie went out to America, wasn't it? He yeah, started I hanging out. That's when Melcher was DJing, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know if they See, are, I, they were. Yeah, yeah I thought they'd known each other for a while, and there was maybe some correlation between Richie getting on and then so Melcher. I think Melcher really liked Richie and how Richie skated, mm. and yeah. I think that was part of the motivation, as well as the fact I don't think he had a board sponsor at the time. And did he contact you? Yeah, Melcher. That's amazing. Yeah. It was sick. That's really good. Yeah, it was really good. And I really liked Melcher. And I remember <coughs> there was, I can't remember what, it might have been on 411, but he had a section that was really sick. And at the time, he didn't have a board sponsor. And I remember thinking, that's so sick that he's made that section and he's, that's out there and he's really mm. rad, even though he doesn't have a board sponsor. He's not doing it for anyone. He's done it. He's just, just ever, it. yeah, I thought that was really sick. But um, so Richie, I was on, on holiday in Australia and uh, I was just getting this park. And that was just a you holiday. You weren't out there to film. So I went to Sydney and I was hanging out with J-Bone and J-Bone went to work or was doing something. So I went to this skate park by myself near Manly Beach and uh, I met these two, these two skaters and they were really cool and I really liked them and I was just hanging out with them and we were messing about doing tail block variations and stuff. And so it was Richie Jackson and Schooner. Amazing. Yeah. That's really fucking good. Yeah. When they were young, when they were like 17 or whatever. So I met Richie and Schooner and I hung out with them and skated with them and they had a really good laugh. And I thought, oh, these guys are kind of got their own thing going. They're kind of not weird in a bad way, but weird, like, oh, I like this. They're, oh, man, cool. I fucking love the weirdos of skating. That's what, skate- yeah. that's what, what skateboarding is all about. Yeah. I thought, oh, these guys are super cool. And I said to him, what year was this trip? 
Uh, this would have been around 2001. And when did death first properly live? When did, when did we started in 98. 98. Death started in 98. So yeah. not that long after. <coughs> no, 2001, yeah. 2002. Incredible. So, so uh, after we'd been skating and I had to go, I said to them guys, oh, hit up J-Bone, my Australian distributor who distributes death stuff, and like speak to him about getting boards or whatever, if, if you want. And, and they did. And um, yeah, and then, so then years later, so Rich, yeah, Richie got on, Schooner got on, they, they got on death. That was that was really sick. And then Richie put, started putting out these insane parts. Schooner ripped as well. But Richie's sections were, as you know, like seemed to click mm. and go viral. And so well, there's not a single person in skating that I don't think that have bought out a part like Richie. No. Since you found him to now. Even in terms no. of like what, what he, like I know skating's in the best place it is now with creativity, but like even to what he wears, I don't like if certain people in skating are so in, like individualistic, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And I, f I agree with what you're saying. And, and I think every aspect of Richie's sections, everything about it, all, if you put it all together, it's, it becomes a work of art. Mm. Because everything is, is sort of, I don't want to say calculated, but everything. It's well thought out, isn't it? Yeah. Everything he does is done for a reason, isn't it? Yeah. Like you watch him and it's like the skating, the filming, the dressing and the music mm. all goes perfect. Exactly. It's not all like, works together. It's not like that was a good part, but the filming was shit or that yeah. was a good part, but the song didn't match yeah. what he looks like. Everything just worked really well. And, and as a result, that section, his Thrasher section, it's got 11 million views. So That's just the one titled Deaf Skateboards, isn't it? Rich Jackson, Deaf Skateboards. Yeah. So that section is the most viewed standalone part on Thrasher. Part on not only Thrasher, but I think YouTube. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, what stakes me out about Richie's section and 11 million views is... Well, there's a few things that stoke me out about it, but one of them is you've got all these companies with all this money, all these sporting goods companies. I'm not telling anyone to what, where to spend their money, how to spend their money. I'm always going to be back in Skater Owned. Yeah. But what my, what stokes me out is, one of the things that stokes me out is you've got all these sporting goods companies with millions and millions and millions of dollars. However, a guy that skates for a company that's out of a smashed up house in Harrow... <laughs> Has got 11 million views. It's got the most viewed section. Yeah, it's fucking on the rad, internet. Isn't it? Yeah, like, it's pretty mad, isn't yeah, it? It's That's just sick. that whole thing of like skateboarders will recognise what's real in skateboarding as well. You know, like the like, and that's it? why skater owned stuff is so important. Yeah, or well, one of the reasons. Yeah. So when you go out skating and people shout at you because they don't get it and they're like, "We don't want you skating it," even if there's no real reason. What you want to you want to give them your money because they're someone like that is involved in a skate company. You want to give them your money. No, you want to give your money to skateboarders that get it. So that's my logic or part, part of it. It's but, a good um, logic to have. So yeah, so, and what's really cool about that whole thing as well is years later, I think it was Ordinary Madness. Mm. That was a fucking good video. Oh, thank you. I love that video. Thank you. 
So, so years later, after the Ordinary Madness premiere, which was in a Trinity, because we always used to do premieres in That's a Trinity. That's right, we were trying to think pop. of it, the name. The, yeah, we, we spoke about it Dane on the Dane. Dane. So what the fuck is that? Yeah, the Trinity. Yeah. Oh, the I Trinity is so there. rad. Yeah. I think one of us was saying, like, was it called, like, the Victoria or something? Yeah, we none of us, neck. yeah. We I, know the Vic, the Vic. I, know, I know it was all, like, <laughs> That's every pub's got, like, a, you know, a name, but, like, like, the human kind of aspect of a name. The Trinity, like, Trinity's, like, one of my nieces. Okay. And like Victoria, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, yeah. So no, we, I mean. we're, we're on the right track of na so, the name. So the Trinity, until we outgrew in terms of the number of people coming to the, the, the world premiere, thing. yeah, until we, till we outgrew that. So Ordinary Madness was, I think, the last one we did there. Yeah. And people couldn't get in. And that sucked because people were stuck outside. And that obviously yeah. it was, we were like, okay, we've, this has been amazing, but... Could you only play it once as well? Like they wouldn't let. No, I think we did it. No, nah, keep it. Playing. They used to be pretty insane. The premieres, didn't they? Like... Yeah, so I can I can take you through that. So before I do that, I'll tell you about the thing I was going to say. Just <laughs> penetrated me live on camera. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, go on. Um, you should get paid quite a lot for that. I think. Fuck. So. Yeah, where Ford <laughs> just fingers my mouth. So Trinity, there's a fucking quote straight there for you. Trinity <laughs> premieres. Before I get on to them, I'll finish what I was saying about Richie. Yeah. Um, I'll ask him if he if, if it's cool for this to run before I'll tell you and then Can we get him on as well sometime? When he comes oh, over, yeah. can we bring yeah, get him I'm up sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's like <clears throat> he's he's really good to talk to and really interested in yeah. what yeah. you've got to say and stuff. He's I spent a while dude. with him at the at the video premiere. Yeah. Like, it was really nice. And sorry to cut you off, but no. another interesting thing with that is when we got to the video premiere, it was obviously fucking busy, super busy. Yeah. And Kate's had the exhibition with like the boards and stuff. Oh yeah, the House like, of Fans one, yeah. And like tapped on the shoulder, turned around, it was Zarosh. Sick. And he was obviously, you know how much I love Zarosh. Like you've got the tattoo, like I've got the tattoo, like it's Zarosh. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's the best. And I turned around and he was like, you're Ford, right? And I was like, how the fuck, how do you know? He knows. We need to, a whole section knows. on speaking to Zarosh. How do you, how do you know that? And I spoke to, I just spoke to him for ages. And I was just stoked because it's like, he's the reason that I wanted to wear long socks and shorts and skate like that. And you might know, you might not. I mean, I would have bought them from the ledge, but I'm, I assume Tim was emailing you at the time, but that's the only board I skated for years, back to back. And for a while they were hard to get, so you had to make mm. them last and the tail would be stubby and they'd be, Yeah. but yeah. I kept every single one of those rush balls I've had. I've got a stack of them at home. All yeah. like worn down and fucked. Yeah, and that's cool because they're all a bit different. Yeah. But there was like uh, there was a while, a couple of years where that's all I skated. You yeah. still got it's one. An incredible shape. Such a good board. Like and the shape. Well, and to confirm, at that time, I don't think anyone else was doing shape boards yeah. in the UK. No, that yeah, was the first shape just, board I had. Yeah. The shape was good based on the Hensley shape, wasn't it? You'd have to ask the Roche. I'm sure I, that's. I don't want to speak for him. Yeah, I'm sure it's based on a '91 Hensley. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he was a big Hate Street fan, wasn't he? Absolutely, yeah. Also, and to confirm, and I want to apologise for ever doubting you. You know how I had this thing in my head that, like, I don't know if the Zarosh shape is the exact same shape as the black one. Right. And it I was is. like, and I was like, I've I've got the original black one, and I've got a new one. I don't think it's the same shape. And I think you were on the phone or in Sheffield when I saw you, and you were like, if you've got them both, why don't you just put them on top of each other, you fucking idiot? And I went home, and they're the same shape. Good. Yeah. I just, I just think the black one with the like. <laughs> I think, I think the black painted, full painted yeah, black it dipped board. It looks it? Yeah. dipped boards. They look wider. Yeah. Like there's just something about it. 
But yeah, that's yeah, it. sick board. And it, we'll come back to speaking I've got the rainbow one and the gold one you sent yeah, me. Yeah, I've got the rainbow one hanging up. Yeah. yeah, that was a nice one. Yeah. The gold one's amazing. I said, he had the gold one at the video premiere. And uh, I was like, that fucking colorway is amazing. And he just went, we're, we're pot on earth to mine gold for the aliens. <laughs> fucking, that's and, uh, a quote right there. And I fully know what he's talking about as well. And, like, conspiracy is fucking hilarious. And, um, and I was just like, all right, Zarash, okay. Can you do one, another run of those? But Because he screens them himself, doesn't he? Does yeah. it all himself? Yeah. Fucking hell, that's so rad, isn't it? You yeah. know, every single one is hand one. done. Yeah. Get him to do one with glow in the dark ink on the logo, luminous paint. I feel like he might have done already, but we could, yeah, I, that might I'd be sick. Do it again. I feel like he might have done. Maybe he has. Seems, has he done seems kind of an obvious thing, though, doesn't it? The... Did you see the one with the disappearing ink? Where if you no, no. put heat on it, the ink disappears ah, and then comes ah, back. Miss that one. <laughs> Need to get every one of every single release. <laughs> well, imagine that if you had them all out, because it's such a rad graphic. Th- there's a guy the red one, the gold one, the yeah. black one, and I love the rainbow one. The rainbow, every single one of the rainbow ones was different, wasn't it? They're all like they're yeah. all screen printed down like, to the tail, and that's why I think. I might be wrong, but that's a nod to the the H Street Matt Hensley king size tri stain that was around that time. That, that I'm okay. sure that board is based on that shape. There was a lot, they did the tri stain on okay, those. Okay, yeah, possibly. Maybe, maybe I'm be, just, yeah, yeah maybe no, I'm. No, that makes total sense. But, but I, yeah, I just love that he's, I, I love that the graphic's been the same. The only thing that's changed is the size of the skull on the bottom and the top graphic. Mm. And the, they've, yeah. After a certain period, they've got the date, the year that he made them. Okay, like yeah, they've so, all, yeah, yeah. you know, they've all got that's two, right, 19, yeah, right. 20, 21, yeah. 22. Yeah, you're right, and yeah, that's, that's why sick. I got that motherfucker. And that graphic by Chris Borker stood yeah. the test of time, I, th- I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, we, yeah, both still got it. Yeah, yeah. That's I, that ended up on the old death site when he had the lifers section. I remember, and that. I can just remember flipping out, just like fucking death skateboards. <laughs> uh, sorry, go back, back to bring... Richie then. So like, yes, so. so Richie started getting boards through J Bone. J Bone's actually is he from Harrow originally? Uh, no, he's from Ilkeston. Oh, he's, that's right. He's from our Pyrenees because he did Bonafide. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. but he lives that's in Australia. Did... His wife's Australian, right? Um, that's who does Bonafide. I never. Yeah. So I've sold him a load of DVDs and T-shirts, and he always says send them to this address in that's England. That's his mum's house. In... Yeah. I live in Australia. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Amazing. He's, kind of, he's gone back and forwards and stuff. But uh, he was down in Harrow for a bit, wasn't Indonesian. he? Indonesian. Um, That's right. Indonesian. He was in Harrow for years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, him and Kotovic moved to Harrow. That's right. To work. Late he 90s. In the, when would it have been? Uh, mid, mid to late 90s. Yeah. yeah. So, I'll talk about Richie first. Um, so, Ordinary Madness premiere raging we were just usual just going mental jake martinelli did a lot of the filming for that video didn't he yes jake yeah jake sick yeah did he edit it as well uh no mark nicholson did yeah yeah that is a fucking good it's such a good video cheers um so we're raging in the trinity as usual after a couple of premieres there because we started doing premieres there in 99 they they yeah they, they figured out to give us plastic glasses after the first few premieres yeah you used to get fucking to hairy get, didn't it oh what well, a riot police come to the first one <laughs> yeah i heard that yeah the riot police turned up so so the first premiere uh death squad the movie 99 it went absolutely bonkers i've always wanted to copy the deaths death spot approved <coughs> stamp and yeah, do like yeah. baggage crew approved you should do it Sick. like when we first went to the full pipes i think that's the 
same fault pipe, maybe somewhere in the Midlands where it says Def Spot approved. Yeah. And I really wanted to do that in the video <laughs> just as a nod to that to that video. Sick. Yeah, that, that was video. a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. The one that was all like mouldy and stuff. Mm -hmm. That would have been moss grown out and you stuff. You walk down like the banked tunnel and follow it around the corner. Yeah. It's fucking huge. And there's a reservoir on top of it. Near Northamptonshire. Yeah, and you're like, hold on a minute, if that gate opens you're completely fucked. automatic now. Yeah, it'll, it will just yeah. do it when it wants it's like, well how what we're we gonna do swim we we got we got <laughs> hold your breath off. and swim yeah. no we got kicked off there the, yeah we did the we second went time we went on the skateboard gb documentary because if it automatically opens you're fucked the pressure comes through so quick it will knock you out yeah well, that's, what was, and that, that's what i was thinking yeah. and that runs down to um that runs down to corby from from there so he said people have drowned in here and their body's been found it's fucking floated and it's they've been found at the grate at the at the end of it near near corby but anyway so yeah. skating that was as gnarly as i thought when we were there because i kept looking up at it going yeah please don't if open it opens now. it's yeah. wild yeah um, but anyway richie jackson's amazing white water skating and um, so yeah so uh, premieres so, are too hectic so richie i think it was ordinary madness everyone's raging as usual trinity everyone's going mental after the premiere, he, he, got, he said to me, um, oh, I need to speak to you. And I was like, oh. when someone says, oh, I need to speak to you, it's not normally good, good. is it? Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, no. Or if they I, say, can I have a word? Just like, oh. Yeah. So so he said that, some, some something like that, oh, I need to speak to you. Have you got a minute? I was like, uh, yeah, all right. Foot, face it, whatever it what have I done <laughs> yeah yeah I was thinking oh here we go what have I done so um we went outside and we sat down and uh he said uh I just wanted to say thank you I was like oh, no problems I said for what he said well when we met in Australia at that skate park when I was like 16 or 17 and you showed an interest in me and said, speak to J-Bone about getting boards. He said, when you showed that interest in me, something clicked in my brain. And that pushed me to go on and make the Squadrophenia section. And then Sick the other sections after well. that. Yeah. yeah, it was a great part. And he said, basically, I wouldn't have done all this that I've done if you hadn't have shown that interest, interest in me all those years ago. So I just wanted to say thank you. And I was like, Wow, like, that's an amazing that means thing to so hear. much. Yeah, because yeah. I've, look, you need money to survive, right? Of course you do. But I've never been money hungry, yeah, and particularly money motivated. It's just not what makes me tick. So for someone to say that, I just thought that was. I thought it was really cool of him to. Yeah, to definitely. Know. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, oh, oh well, I've been good for something. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really cool. But the Trinity. <clears throat> well, that's a really nice thing to say to someone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, really nice. Just that that quick interaction. Yeah, like set set a certain path for someone to follow that was successful. Yeah. You know? So the Trinity. So we we done we started doing premieres in there in in the Trinity in '99, and the first one, everyone was pretty young, and a lot of the people, not underage to be in the pub, but young and sort of, you know, mm. full of beans, raging, and everyone was just going bonkers like yeah. everyone was wrestling rolling around and floor wrestling each other and i think um 
there was this archway as you go into Harrow that was really high. It was as high as a, bu- a building kind of height. Yeah. And I think it was Reese and Matt, Ian Reese and Matt Anderson climbed up to the top and managed to cross over and climb. climb and I don't know how they did it after a night drinking and it was so high and everyone was just raging outside the riot vans came loads of police cars came about seven eight maybe ten police vehicles vans and everything someone i don't know if i could say his name but someone got in one of the police cars and and was messing about trying to drive it off (laughs) but he couldn't drive so they got him out of the car and put him in the cells j-bone then was like Oi, what are you doing with him? And they so they grabbed him and put him in the cells as well. It was carnage. <laughs> the pub shut down, and the pub were really annoyed with us. Mm-hmm. And then Junior, the bouncer from the, the, the head bouncer from the Trinity, was upset with me, and he was like, "Why these, you brought all these people that are fighting?" I said, "I said, Junior, they're not fighting. It's it's not malicious. This is how we have a good time. This but, is a skateboarding. Yeah, habit. we're just having yeah. a good time when we're rolling around on the floor and doing all this." silly stuff with this just we're enjoying ourselves and he was like and i thought he would be like nah he was like oh oh right, fair enough he goes well when are you gonna, when are you gonna do, <laughs> when are you gonna do another one <laughs> I'm I, like, I was like what can we come was, back was he in the documentary that i think the, he was the, yeah the bouncer yeah and he he was the, at the um ordinary madness um he, he was at the uh into the void into the void premiere at the House okay. of Vans. He came to that premiere at the House of Vans. Junior yeah. from the Trinity came to the House of Vans to the premiere. That's amazing as well. Yeah. Like, that's a positive impact so on sick. someone's life, isn't it? So sick. Because so he could have just took it as like, it's just my job. Yeah. I'm no, not bothered. He was psyched. No, so when, when, I, when I said to him, look, we're just, this is how we, that's how we have a good time. And he t- clicked straight away and was like, oh, right. When are you coming back? And then every time I saw him, he would go to me, when are you doing another film? <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's on. And yes. Was, so then the premiere was... I mean, it always was, but it's such a mm. rad night, and you've been. Oh, it's the most important night, and it like it's the best, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's the one time I say that you get to see the majority of everyone that's in it or that you know in one place. Yeah, like trying to organise birthday or this party, like fifty percent will come, but escape from it, it's like it's the one time I get to see every two or three years the majority of people that I know all in one place. It's a highlight, isn't Without it? Without having yeah, to actually organise anyone. You just go, there it is, there's the date. Yeah. And people turning up, it's a massive nod, like, respect. And you're just like, wow. Like, people are like, this many people have shown up for what I've done. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. We've, yeah. Never yeah, had a they, we've never had a bouncer turn up anywhere that no, we've that's done pretty video sick, from him. Yeah. So he's, that's... He's a good, he's good dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that kind of added to that, how good a premiere is. The fact that yeah. the Trinity were like, yeah, we, you know, bring it on. We want to do another one, and then yeah. after that, it was it was just perfect. And then, but do you know if that opened up the doors for anyone else, any other crews to do video premieres there, or was it like you were the dudes that did video premieres there because that's why it was local to you? They they could do, but I think it was because it death was from Harrow. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just, you know, and uh, I mean, s- some people might not want to do a premiere in a pub. Some people might want to do it in a, in a cinema or have other ideas. And that's sick. And that's why skateboarding is one of the reasons skateboarding is so sick is because all the companies do things a little bit differently. Do it anywhere, Have different anytime. ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if other people would want to, but I'm sure the Trinity would be down. Hmm. But the other thing is as well is that people mistakenly think that Harrow is far away from London. 
It's not. It's, it's really no. close. It's not at all. No, super close. But so if people think it's far away, then they it might put them off. They might want to do a premiere in Central. And I totally get that as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, the Trinity. Good. Yeah. Good times. Good, good times. Place. And then the Into the Void prem was fucking busy. Oh, that, like we, every we, single one of them has been manic, hasn't it? Like, yeah, the House of Fans hooked it up. I think, <coughs> I think that might have been, it might have been one of the, or maybe the biggest UK premiere in terms of t people that turned up. Yeah. I think there's about mm. 800 people. I remember, I remember it just being hectic. Like we went with our boards because there was a mini ramp and stuff there and it was so busy. Yeah. No one could get on. And then when the video started, if I remember correctly, where the video is, the, the mini ramp was like in the room next to it. And it was so busy, like people were like all around, like looking through all the gaps in the wall because it had like little gaps in the wall, etc. Mm. that you could look through. I, I just remember it being super busy. I've got to say the House of Vans hooked it up. I mean, yeah. Wow. They, they did a really video. They up. did two video premieres for the videos that I've done as well, but I couldn't make it. So they always did it in like the cinema room. They always said the turnout was good. good. And they always promoted it and did the trailers. out. Like there's some people you have to send them everything, send them all the details, and then they're shit and they put it wrong or something but they just i think rob smith helped set one up and i think jake martinelli helped set one up as well so props to those two guys yeah, they like held 100%. it down um let's talk about nicholson what you Please. you were saying about like yeah so, oh i yeah thank you for reminding me we'll go back to that one a little story yeah, about so nicholson. it's quite important it's quite a cool little story um so when i when i started death it was i was like look i'm doing this sort of like for me for me and my mates no one's gonna remember we're coming out of a time when wet willy stuff was popular and all that stuff yeah flame boy and yeah so look kind of shit if pe people can like whatever they want you know i'm not saying i've got nothing against that stuff but what i'm saying is death is that your stomach? Oh. yeah <laughs> you're hungry that's like sweet no no got banana downstairs <laughs> it might be gone <laughs> I need to go to Sydney. Kate's might have had it. <laughs> so, uh, what's was I saying? Oh yeah, like, I'm not saying anything against the other stuff that was out at the time. Like, having the all different stuff. Flame was pre-work, wasn't it? I mean, if kids are psyched on it, then, you know, then good, good, good for them. But, um, it's good that there's all different stuff. But when I bought that out, I thought, uh, the Death logo with the skull, I just thought, kids are, not going to be psyched on this. Yeah. No one's going to like this. This is this is for me. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to do something that was. I'm going to I'm going to have this and I'm going to skate this and maybe there'll be some people, some older people that will be into it. Because so, a lot of people got alienated from skateboarding in the early nineties, mm -hmm. and it was a shame because I loved all the progression in the early nineties, but it was a shame that those people felt like they didn't have a place in skateboarding anymore. Yeah. So in a way, I was like, well, this can be a home. For them, yeah, best fucking way to do it. That's my that's, that's my perception of skateboarding. That yeah. it's it's all inclusive and everything's rad, and that's kind of how it is now. Which is when people mm. say, "What's the best era?" I'm like, "It's now," because if something's rad, it's rad. You, you, you're allowed yeah. to do whatever you want. Yeah. There was a time when you weren't allowed to do Smith grinds on ramps. Yeah. I mean, for goodness' sake, Smith grinds one of the best feelings ever. We had a, <clears throat> I know it's completely unrelated, but when I went to America to Boston, we filmed a trick. And one of the guys said that a couple of years ago, the OGs of Boston, so like your PJ Ladd era, there was like seven certain tricks that you weren't allowed to combine in a line. And if you did, you were cooped out and they weren't having it. 
And one of them was just like a boresight to fakie on a ledge, and like mid-ledge pop-out. Mm. If you filmed that in front of those guys in that era, they would have just been like, fuck this guy. And that's a skate trick. It's just a trick. It's a good one as well. Yeah. And inverts yeah, I love that were, trick. Yeah, same. Inverts were illegal. Five-O grinds. So much stuff. Was it wall rides, bonuses? So much good stuff. I knew bonuses illegal. and stuff in that time with like your hands or anything like that was frowned upon. Yeah. Which is so fucked to think about. Like, Well, it's just changed now. I mean, like, especially when thing when wheels got really, really small. Pressure flips came Trousers in. Trousers got big. It was like there was, re- and that happened real quick, didn't it? It was just over eighteen months. It went so, from like so, vert so boards, setups, wide boards, to really skinny boards and tiny wheels. And if you weren't doing pressure flips, it was like you're lame, basically, wasn't it? Yeah, and it that was, alienated a lot of people because people were coming off the back of the late eighties vert skate, skate, which, skate. Was a, which was a pity because I really appreciate all that stuff. Mm. I love pressure flips, late flips, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Loads of tech stuff. But then again, I love watching someone stall an invert for a couple of seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do a nine foot air. But I mean, it's all but, so. Rash. But now all of that stuff is kind of. I mean, you know, like here today, like Will's doing pressure flips outside. Yeah. You know, and and then you know it's all back to slappies and the whole curb thing is like back to. Fully. You know, so it, yeah, it's more inclusive now than it's ever been. And that's why I think skateboarding is the best it's ever been right, yeah. right now. I, I think, think you're right, yeah. I think it's the best era that there has ever been. Toby's going to say, said it on a lot of episodes, we have now again got to the conclusion that skateboarding is the fucking best. Yeah, I like more than ever, like I've been like, fucking hell, I'm so stoked I still skate and I'm a skater. Because yeah. it's just the fucking best, isn't it? It's like nothing comes near it. 100%. And you know, there's so many reasons for that and I've thought about why as well. So we should talk about that. Smith grinds. Well, yeah. But the, the noise wheels make when you do tail slides on concrete. Oh, like just shit noise. like that, isn't it? Yeah. Like, but also even stuff like look, look at board graphics. Look yeah. how amazing board graphics are. If you play, there's other stuff that's pretty cool. You know, I don't know, table tennis, tennis, other Football. loads of other, yeah, whatever, all yeah. different sports. They're pretty cool. But what other, what other sport, if you want to call it that, or pastime? Has so much create like just on, just on the board graphics alone. So just on the yeah, you're on not going to get that on the tennis rackets, are you? No, so that's that's just one thing. Just the board graphics are insane. You know yeah. what I thought the other day? We get people all the time buying boards that don't skate for the wall. Yeah, you don't get people going that don't play ice hockey or football buying ice hockey or football stuff to display on a mantelpiece because it's cool. Yeah, and because it so, looks good or because it has an artistic value. This so, is what I'm saying. So one one thing I'll try and I'll try and put this into some kind of logic, not logic or understandable waffle, but like what you're saying, yeah, there's one part of skating which is the graphic element, which is fucking amazing. And that in itself is something which people uh kind of, you know, radiate towards because Absolutely. that alone. And that's just one thing. That's one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Then then you've got this concept which always blows my mind, is like when you learn to skate, so let's say you learn a no slide on a ledge, backside nose slide. You can do that nose slide, you can come out fakie, you can nolly into it, come out forward, come out fakie. You could do it. You can cab into it. You could do half cab, come out, you know, big spin in, pop shove it in, kick flip in. The amount of variations for every single trick is almost endless because you could then go, all right, so yeah, I've done a half cab nose slide, I'm gonna do a half cab flip nose slide, half cab heel flip nose slide, then for every single one of those, and you then can you can do, do a, a fake out, key. You flip can, in, yeah. flip out. And like, you don't get that in any other sport. Like with kicking a ball in a net in football, 
you just kick the ball in the fucking net. Well, you can no. only kick it with your left or right foot, can't you? Yeah, and I know, yeah, you can do trick shots or whatever, bang it off the bar or some, you know. But there's nothing that... There's the, nothing that The complexity and the depth of each single trick. I, d I don't know. There's nothing no, else. You're completely right. And I've got a way of putting that. I'm not saying I'm the first person that's put it like this, but exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I've never said it like you've said it, but I, I've got a way of saying it, which is... Skateboarding is infinite. Yeah, it can yeah, go. No, it it will literally it's go on forever. Infinite. So that's another because you could do it all. Then you could do it all switch, and then that's a whole lot again. Times that by two, then you could I, do it like. What else is infinite? It, this is what I'm saying. I've like, said it a million times to people with skateboarding. It can't be completed. Like you can't yeah. complete it. It's ever going. I mean, and then when I almost have. You have. And then when you get to a point when you think you have completed it something fucking new happens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, and it, then, you know, when you, we were talking about it earlier, when you get to the point where you're so good at skateboarding on a skateboard, you get fuckers like who I've just been with that cut them up and put mechanisms on them. Yeah. And make them flip on yeah. their own and like... And then that's a whole fucking, other thing. That's another fucking, dimension. That's yeah. another that dimension. Is, exactly, day, is another day dimension. will do like it? a fake money and he'll take the wheels off and put new wheels on yeah. mid trick. Like yeah. just when you think you've done it all, it is you've like, not done it, it all. It is like the never-ending story, isn't it? Yeah, skating, and it's going to just keep. It's, it's going to keep progressing. I'll tell you another thing that's amazing about skateboarding, and I don't think I've had this. <laughs> it sounds weird, right? But I don't think I've had quite this euphoric feeling from anything else. And I can tell you the first time I got it. So I went to I went to this. Uh, we skated South Bank one Friday evening in 1989. Summer 1989, so we were a couple of mates. And there was this club called Method Air uh, that, near Vauxhall, down the road from South Bank. And there was a mini ramp in there. And we'd heard, oh, there's a nightclub, a rave with a mini ramp in it. We were like, we're going. So we went, we rolled up to this club. Sounds like a popular thing, because there was one in Leicester as well. A nightclub yeah. with, with a mini ramp. Yeah, sick, and Bristol. Weird. Yeah, so Weird combination. <coughs> and maybe Nottingham. But um There was one here, wasn't there? The mini ramp in the pub. The blue dog. The blue dog. Yeah. So good. Mm. We did a premiere there once. Yeah. So me and me and uh, a couple of mates, one of them being my mate Scotty from school, we went to this nightclub with the mini ramp in it. Summer eighty nine, Method Air, Carl Cox DJ and all all this other sick stuff going on. And um So we're skating this ramp. <coughs> And after 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 a couple of hours of skating, I had uh, the old Converse, all stars. Yeah, the canvas ones. Yeah, the Chuck Taylors. They were great. Yeah. But I wore a hole yeah, in one of them. Yeah, went through. He had these massive Airwalk Fahrenheit or whatever they were called. These really beefy Airwalks. My mate lent me one shoe, <laughs> so I'm skating with one Converse, one Airwalk on my Ollie foot. Sick. And that weren't going to wear out. I mean, that would probably still be going now. You know, that was solid. So we're skating this ramp and there's all these really good skaters there. And I was kind of, I'm in a nightclub skating. I'm pretty young, like 17 or whatever. I'm like, wow, this is, this is really sick. I'm skating a nightclub. It's like one, two, three in the morning. You know, this is really rad. Anyway, at about three or four in the morning, people, some people are going home. Some people just went to sleep. So I'm pretty much skating by myself on this ramp. So I'm skating this ramp and uh, and I started just messing about with kickflips. And I hadn't, I don't think in England anyway, I don't think I'd seen a kickflip on a, on a ramp. I'd only just learned them on the small banks at South Bank. So I'm skating this nightclub, everything's rad, it feels really good skating this nightclub. 
all everyone's all the ravers are going like having a great time. So I'm messing around with this kickflip for ages, ages, just trying it over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I, th- I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm on like a circular anarchy board. It's like mm. ten inches wide. I know that's normal now, but it was quite a heavy board. It's good, but it was it was you know yeah. quite a heavy board. So I'm trying this kickflip, super wide indies on it or whatever. And it gets to about four or five in the morning and I flip one, catch it, bang, land both trucks on the coping and it makes a good noise and I go in and I'm like, I just did a kickflip on a ramp mm. and I had this feeling, just this insane feeling of euphoria. Yeah. And literally in my life, there's only a very few times that I've had that feeling and that's from skateboarding. Yeah. And that's another reason why skateboarding is the best. Yeah. You get that from, you still get that from learning tricks to this day. I got it recently again, and it was almost exactly the same. I was 49 years old and I had that same feeling rolling away from a trick. The trick was a ghost nose bash um, intermediate axis flip. <laughs> Do you want to explain that? Because what I visioned was when you did the back 50 50, and I think, did you? Kick it up and it hit the wall and it went back, or you did one way. There's a few different ones. Hang on, and it went into like nose pick or uh, five zero or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What that, what's the trick called? Uh, well, I call it because I yeah. I haven't seen anyone else do it or have a name for it. So, so this so is what the trick is called then. I call it the well, ghost. Someone might have done it. I doubt it. So uh, ghost ghost bash. So ghost like yeah. hit the like ghost kick it out. The nose hits the obstacle. Yeah, and then. It, Intermediate axis flip is the long <laughs> axis on a board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the board flips around long ways, twists in the air. <clears throat> like a front because side of flip, the, uh, illusion flip. Yeah, it's a thing called the intermediate axis theorem, which right. is basically if you get your phone and you flip it. Yeah, it does it, that. It will turn. <laughs> so basically the board, it flips in the air and turns. And I, tr- I was trying that for months. I- I'd go to the Pioneer, I'd try it for a bit. <laughs> then one night I started landing one foot on and I was like, oh. and then when I finally, after trying it for months, rolled away from that one, I had that feeling again. And I was like, oh, this is mental. This is the best, Like, this is the best. This is so yeah. sick and I'm pinching myself. I'm like, I can't believe I've done it. <clears throat> Look, I'm not saying I'm good. I'm just saying I felt good. Yeah. And skateboarding, when you land something you've been trying for ages, yeah, yeah. for hours and hours, maybe weeks, months. You've done when it you roll away from that. All on your own. It's just, yeah. It's such best. a great rad. feeling, yeah. Skating's well, that's the, best, the thing with it, because no one's helping you do it. No one's helping you learn yeah. a new trick. It's literally all on you. That's yeah. why it's, that's why it feels so fucking good. Uh, and I suppose if you're doing something that either hasn't been done before or you haven't seen before, mm-hmm. it's the unknown, isn't it? Imagine all those guys in, like, in the 80s invented all the tricks, especially the ones that were more kind of like... Completely different, you know, like McGill doing the first five forty, for example, oh, stuff like that. It must have fucking blown his mind. Just and the, everyone else's the concept of coming up with something like that and doing it and upside down it as well. Yeah, but and think, you know, like Madonna's and things like that. You know, obviously you lean to town and then you take your foot off and that. You, you can kind of see the progression to that. But yeah, I think even going further back from that, there's an interview with Jason Lee where he says he had a he went on a session with someone or whatnot, or maybe even before that. When someone did an ollie, that no, he he said that he knew that no skateboarders could sleep because as soon as someone figured out how to do an ollie, 
everything from that point was yeah i mean limited yeah can, with i can imagine you, with what you could do like yeah like, like and you know and we, we it was endless we spoke about it you know like things like that if you're into something it blows your mind like imagine mm. that that new trick has just been invented in like you're in skating like, but imagine rodney mullen he's done all those without ever seeing anyone else do it he it's he invented insane, the flat ground it? ollie it's insane, the kick flip the yeah. tray flip the finger all that shit he, invented he just nollie. went and did it on his own he thought up that shit and did it and that's it, not stuff that is like similar to another trick that he's got inspired by. That's completely like a new thing. He invented in the, the nolly yeah. front. He invented the nolly three, the yeah, nolly front nolly, side yeah. three, before the ollie. Yeah. So I mean, and, and he didn't where his foot was like pressure, and he spun his shoulders completely round. And he does that. In that pub was like eighty-seven. In public or, domain, he does that, doesn't he? The nolly three sixty on flat. Yeah. And that was filmed at eighty-seven. Popped came out well. eighty-eight. Like popped as well. Like he didn't like, lie. It wasn't. I'm putting on. it out there. Conspiracy theory. I think Rodney Mullen's from another planet. I think he must be an alien or something because someone mining else, gold. He's probably been mining gold with Sarosh or something. But that's not even a conspiracy. That's just. <laughs> it's just the <laughs> like, way it it's is. True. It's, he, he's something else, isn't he? Like, I wish I could think about what we just said before the piss break. And, well, because it uh, was a now, good point. Another thing. Oh, uh, we'll both remember it in a minute, right? But while I before I forget this one. Another thing that makes it amazing, skateboarding amazing is, so when someone, when you land a trick and it feels great because you've been trying it for ages, well, the whole crew, if there's a crew there, they're all get, they're, they're all psyched. They're to learn it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, if <clears> you witness someone it. doing something right, it's the best, isn't it? Mm. And you it, know, it could go on forever. What's good about skateboarding? My say what's good about skateboarding is no matter what age, you always look up to idol, look up and idolize someone. So when I first started watching Avi stuff and started skating with Avi, and he does those no comply trades, I went out and bought a tiny ass board and learnt them. Um, and I think it was most definitely when I wasn't at work when I learnt the tricks. It took me that long to do it. Yeah. But I did them all day after that. And once I landed it, I was just like, I've not learned a new trick in fucking years. And just doing that no comply trade, run along and jump back on. I was buzzing for ages. Every time I watched a video, I put it on Instagram and I just did them every day after that. Killer. Just a, yeah, it's just a feeling that you can't replicate. Let's go back to Nicholson. We were starting yes. talking about Nicholson. So, um, another reason why skateboarding is so great is because of Nicholson. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolute wizard. Yeah. First digit, good, good dude. Uh, first tapeless VX. Yeah. Started that whole movement. Yeah. My family believe as well. So do you. Did you yep. say that? You one of the first people you've seen that made up yeah, VX tapeless? Yeah, long time ago. Yeah. yeah. I might be wrong, but I'm sure it was. Anyway, sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah, he, he sort of pioneered that, I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, still feels amazing. But he shared that with everyone as well, didn't he? Which mm. was cool. You know. Yeah, he put it out there as he was he working out. He didn't just keep it hidden. No. Like little <clears throat> hidden knowledge like no. some skateboarders probably would. He, no. That's right. So... So when I started, so going back, when I started death, skateboarding wasn't really open to, yeah, of different stuff. So when I started a company called Death, which was a nod to the fact that the media said skateboarding had died and everyone would always say to you, oh, people still doing that. Yeah. I got that, that magazine years ago. cover. Skateboard, was it Skateboarder magazine? And it's got Tony yeah. Alva and a coffin. And it says skateboarding officially dead in red lettering. Yeah, and also the mainstream media uh, yeah. would say it as well I guess that cover was a, they'd heard it on the media as well that was probably skateboarding pronounced dead yeah it's probably a bit of, why they did bit that of a cover. mistake wasn't it yeah, yeah I think they're, they're one um, so anyway I started this thing and I thought yeah 
the kids are going to hate it because it's nothing like what's popular at the moment. And I got these stickers done by Don Bryder and I still get my stickers done. By so Don do Bryder. I he think Don's. everyone pretty and much that's how does, it, doesn't it? Yeah, and that's how it started. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got some stickers done and some shirts and I stuck, a, there was um, Hem. Big Worms. Uh, Big Worms. Yeah. They had that, the shack, that little skate yeah, shop yeah. in Harlow, cool little it. shop. It had a black door and I put a death stick on it and I thought it looked cool. It kind of looked like the plague. And did it yeah. always say death skateboards? It's, exactly, it's never changed. It's exactly the same. So as even before the skateboards, <coughs> the sticker just death skateboards. It's never changed. Yeah. Because yeah, ne- you could have just done a sticker that just said death. You know I've done I mean? them. I have done them, but yeah. this was the this was the original one and, it's, yeah. and I still run this graphic. So 25 years. It's one of the longest lasting UK graphics, yeah. if not the longest lasting UK skateboarding yeah, graphic. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Possibly even further afield than that. And that's well. how that's one of the reasons, because you always ask me how I get the price down without reducing the quality. Well, if you use the same graphic over and over again, you're not paying setup charges each yeah. time, which are expensive. Yeah, good point. Fuck, I need just one continuous logo then. There you go. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so... I put the sticker on the door because it was it was a black door and I thought it looked cool. It looked like the plague. I thought it looked cool with a death sticker on there. And then a couple of weeks later, Hem, Hem called me and goes, uh, where are the boards? I was like, what? He goes, when when are you making these boards? And I was like, oh, no, I don't think anyone will want them. Like, he's like, no, no, the kids are asking me, where, where, when are these boards coming out? I get these death boards. So I was like, all right. And I'm, I might have made a couple of saying. So I was like, I got some, I got some better quantities. Yeah. And he bought some of the boards because kids were asking for him in Harlow. But I didn't find out till years and years later, after I'd sponsored him for years and known him for years and worked with him for years, that one of the kids asking him was Nicholson. For boards was Nicholson. So it's pretty <coughs> mad and it's kind of full circle, isn't it? So he's been working with me for all that time, but he was one of the people that helped mm. push it to was become a reality. Yeah. There's that rad um, clip of Nicholson when it was him on the local news with his his budgie. Was it his budgie? Yeah. That, that was on the skateboard. And that's where the name we of the video, we... Skid in the Rim. Yeah. Riding the ramps and Skid, skid in, in the, the Rim. rim. <laughs> we need to get that clip. It's Nicholson. <laughs> like, oh, it's man. Insane. It's I insane. I fucking love Nicholson. I remember going to skate um, Waltham Cross. They had that little youth centre indoor. With a mini thing. ramp on the stage. Yeah, yeah. And Nicholson would always be there. And, um, uh, Spongy, do you remember that guy? Spongy, yeah. He, he his dad owned um, what was it? the the motor um, like um, what's it called? Rip Speed. Oh, I, I do remember Jason. That. Jason Rip. Jason Rip. I do remember that. Like, yeah, he had, a, he had a blue Honda. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So he passed his test and had a real souped up Honda straight away. Yeah, yeah, and Spongy. That was his. Oh, name. I didn't know his name. Jason Rip. Yeah, and he was will always be there with Nicholson as yeah. well. That crew. I remember that Fucking that lad was years ago. That's we're talking like thirty years ago. Yeah. Fucking. I remember God. that lad Jason <laughs> from the Pioneer. I remember. Yeah, because he Pioneer. he was really good and he entered a lot of the comps at the time and. Yeah, but yeah, Nicholson's the best. Oh, yeah. Kickflip coffin grind. I mean. Last time I seen. And him. the so first coffin grind. The first coffin grind. <laughs> Last time I seen him. And the way he nollied out of it at the end as well, like just a little mm. icing on the cake, like. Yeah. I filmed him at the house a couple of years ago when I first moved to Sheffield. And I filmed him do a coffin grind and somehow he like whipped out and the board just went into the lens. But somehow it like, it just perfectly maneuvered around it and it clipped the side. And on the footage, you see his face like, yeah, because he, he knows, knows, how, he knows much, how much that shit costs. And he knows how much of a, a bummer it is when someone 
hits your lens. Nicholson's always been really good. Going back to what we're saying about the the tapeless VX thing, he's always been a bit of a like uh, originator with like skate lenses, filming and techniques and stuff like that. He's always been really good at that stuff. Yeah, he's been you a know massive like part doc- of- doctoring lenses and stuff like that. So out of um, all the uh, the videos that Def's made and all the filmers that you, oh, I know he wants this question so bad. That you've uh, had it's you. Pro- <laughs> what is what you are you going to say <laughs> like out, obviously the, obviously there's the been who, who's obviously, the sexiest it's you <laughs> obviously you've had a lot of filmers involved with death over the 25 years fucking 25 years that's insane well done yeah like that is fucking an insane I mean I, I never doubted you for one second but that is fucking amazing anyway it's not been easy no I bet mm. we'll come to that but um, so out of all the filmers involved um, who would you say is your favourite I've already told you it's you. Right, there you go. Thank you. There's confirmation. Right there. <laughs> so since we're talking about team riders, I've also wanted to follow along that road with, I've asked how you met Richard Jackson yeah, and yeah. how Melch came into it. Oh, so Melch. And Zarosh as well. Yeah, Zarosh, I want to know where yeah. Zarosh came from. Oh man, yeah. It's kind of sad. A sad story. Keep it light. Well, I can't <laughs> if I'm going to tell you, but... um. Because did he ever ride for Consolidated or anything like that? Zarish? No. I always imagine that he... He's from San Diego, isn't he? He's from... No, he moved there to be to work, I think, in a wood shop and right. be mm. where the, the skate scene was and stuff. <coughs> it's quite... It's a sad story. Um, but we were both friends with the the great P-Stone. Oh, right. Preston. Met P-Stone. We were both friends with him Um he would come to Harrow and he'd stay at our place when he was in Harrow. And I used to distribute his videos like Mixed Nuts and yeah. Miscellaneous Debris. I always wonder where that came from because I saw that miscellaneous video and I looked at the people in it and it had like Dainton and some deaf riders. And I was like, did they, was it in the, did they send him tapes and footage to contribute? But now I, I would presume now, it was when he was staying in I England. That you know, yeah, you knew yeah. him personally. So before he was full-time for Thrasher, he would come and he'd stay in Bristol and he'd stay in Harrow and I'd take him to all these, like, death-approved spots. Fuck spots, was it, basically. Yeah, just him travelling <clears throat> off his own back, just um, with a camera? Or... I, I think so. Just travelling, having a few beers, filming. Just meeting skaters. How, like, how did t- you meet? How did Who met him first? How did you meet him and how, like, how did that connection start? So that connection started because when Jason Lunn... Uh, he's a, a a good vert skater, if you if you don't know. Yeah, yeah. So when Jason Lunn used to work for Shiner, he used to call me because I buy Jessup off Shiner. That's right. Yeah. Jason used to call me, and he knew that I skated, and we we talked to me, and we we'd always talking about skating and stuff. And then somewhere along the line, I think it was him that was telling me about. There's this guy that makes these really sick videos, and it's everything. It's like all different, kind of what we're saying, what we're talking about, it's all different types of skateboarding. All encompassing. Mixed nuts. Yeah, So they are. There's this guy, he's he's really rad, he skates, he makes these amazing videos. He's called Preston. Um, You should distribute his videos in England. I'm pretty sure that's how it started. I mean, we're talking about the 90s, so, yeah, you know, a lot has happened since then, but I'm pretty sure that Jason put me in contact with Preston, because Preston wanted a distributor. He sent me the video. Back then, you'd get sent a master tape and send it to the video dupers. Mm-hmm. And we had one in Luton, and then I'd go and pick up the VHS tape. Avoid importing all the tapes. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I started, I really liked these videos. So I started distributing Preston's videos in England mm -hmm. and got to know him because of that. And then he came and stayed and he was a super nice dude. And I think Kate's knew him as well because I think him and Rhino possibly, there was some comp in Europe and either Kate stayed in their room or they stayed in his room. Everyone was just looking out for each other and they were, they were friends yeah. as well. So, um, so I was distributing Preston's videos. He'd come and stay. I'd take him to crusty spots, the sort of stuff that we skate. Then Zeroche, Preston's friend Zeroche, was coming to England and, and P-Stone said, call Nick. Nick will have spots that you'll, you'll definitely you'll be like. into. Yeah. So Zeroche came and stayed and I took him to skate and start, took him out to skate, uh, took him to like a few different places. He's still got my favorite death advert of all times, Zeroche, where he's just that doing acid drop. off the fucking bridge and it looks like he's just going off the biggest thing to flat. Like Baldy, I and, think, yeah. And he's just mid-air holding it and it's so, t I, every time I look at it, I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and that was before that kind of skating was popularized. Yeah. Cause now it doesn't stop how rad it is, but you kind of get a little bit more used to seeing it because people jump off roofs quite frequently. Back then it was like, that, that was, <laughs> what was he doing? Um, so he, yeah, so I skated with him. We became friends. I think when I went to America, I hung out with him and he was riding for, for a couple of different companies, I think. And it, it wasn't really working out. And, um, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but he ended up riding for death and it was because I was mates with him and I skated with him and stuff, which is the best way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And just uh, proves the, inf <laughs> like the best infinite theory of skateboarding. That it's the best and it's never ending. There's one other yeah. thing on that, what we're just going on about how amazing skating is as well, that that thing, that brotherhood thing where you can go anywhere in the world. Yeah, meet Like someone. Preston came over to Harrow and stayed at your place uh, and like you can go anywhere and you meet someone and it's like you can meet someone in another country that lives in another country and they'll yeah. be like come visit me sometime yeah and then you're in japan you don't get you know, that you it's that. funny you say japan because when i went to japan i went i went all over the place it was insane what a place <laughs> but one of the things i did was went to hang out with my old mate styley who you oh, yeah. i'm sure you know yeah, yeah so me and styley used to skate harrow skate park in the 80s yeah in the late 80s 20, 25 years later, I go to Japan, he lives there and we hang out as if it was yesterday, 1987 yeah. again. <clears throat> Just amazing. Yeah. Is he still shooting photos? He is. He teaches English. Yeah. He's doing really good. Skating yeah. all the time. Right. A nice yeah. dude style. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, actually, yeah. he shot the photo. The only skater photo I had in the mag was Styley. Brilliant. Gap to lip slide, Milton Keynes. Put that I think I remember there. that. The guilty like white photo. No, the Super guilty by association with Condor. Nice. Condor was doing the front nose slide down the rail thing. Can't remember. Condor um, was good. Yeah. I mean, he might still be good. I haven't seen him skate, but he was good. Really. He just point bought a fucking expensive house in Saffron Walden. Well, I hope he got a fixed mortgage. Yeah. Saffron Walden as well. What a sick place to have a house. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, we're talking about Zeroche. Oh, and Brotherhood. Brotherhood of Skating. And how you yeah. met Zeroche <coughs> when he started skating for you. Yeah. So yeah. he came to the spots, Yeah, we, we skated together. We were friends. And I went that there. was that. Like, and then he, he didn't have a board sponsor. And I can't remember exactly how it happened. I think a friend of his might have suggested he should ask me to run for death or 
I might have asked him. I can't remember, but it was just it was so natural that it just it was just one of them things, you know. Um, and, and from that, his first pro board was the dip black with the bleeding heart. Yeah, with the Chris Bork graphic. Um, Chris Bork is from Worcester, isn't he? Yeah, he used yeah. to run Spine. And I set. assume it was obviously <coughs> his idea of the shape and the graphic and oh, printing sh- it. Absolutely. Yeah, and, like, he, and he's done that for how long now? I think, we started, I think we started making his boards in about about 2006 or 2007. Because there, there was a rare popsicle shape one. Yeah, we made a few popsicles. There was a rare popsicle shape yeah, one. And then, one of those. And then at some point... And the computer in the... In the garden, in the garden, buried in the garden. With his name spray painted. Yeah. Had that for a long time. Next to my Josh Casper board of him doing a Benny Harner over the women covered in blood. All the greats. What big a brother, random big brother cover. Yeah. <coughs> I just find it amazing. I don't... <coughs> is there any other skateboarder out there that's had the name on a board where they've literally made it? You know, the shape, printing it, sending it over to like to yourself. I think that's, that's sick good. that he does. On it, the that's what I mean. That's, that's the best so thing good. about in it. In his like garage or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And every single one is slightly different, isn't it? I've so it's all like screen that. printed. Yeah. All screen. There's printed. always little different bits in it, and that's what yeah. makes it even better. People sometimes say, "Oh, like, <coughs> yeah, the printing is like a bit dodgy." Yeah, on well, it goes one side. It's like. No, that's yeah, what, but that's what he's done. That's it. what it's supposed that's, to be like. like yeah, so like, like it's it's like a one-off. But like they're all like that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, just I don't know whether we you want to talk about it, but talking to the house of doom and that, um, Jackie the stalker, fucking hell, she was funny, wasn't she, back in the day? Yeah, like I, I, and she's doing alright now. She just had a baby, I think, and got yeah, married. Yeah, congrats. Stuff, yeah, I like Jackie. Yeah, yeah, she was rad. It's so funny the whole story because she was at uni in Sheffield. Mm. I think she, was it Sheffield. I'm sure it she was. was from Harrow. She was from Harrow, yeah. but she went to uni in Sheffield, and she used to she'd hang out with the skaters in Sheffield, and there was like post-it notes on their bathroom of all pro skaters' phone numbers. They were like proper like into pro skaters and stuff. I remember remember going to their house in Sheffield, and Snoopy got really drunk, and he was throwing garden furniture. Over from the front garden over the house to the back garden, and it was just <laughs> fucked. It was just gnarly. And I remember going to like the parties in Harrow, and she'd always be there. And like, I don't know, she was funny, wasn't she? Yeah, she, she was just part of the. She was good laugh the crew. Back yeah, in the she was day. good laugh. Um, another person who is was really prominent around that time, and, and so this is Matt Bain. Have you got any good Matt Bain stories? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you've got fucking hundreds. Man, I Matt mean, Bain. obviously you're in a band with him now, right? We'll, we'll talk about a band in a minute. Okay, Let's leave that. For, for those that for those that don't know, including myself, can you go into who Matt Bain is? And <laughs> he's yeah. like, like he's, tell us a little bit about. He's him. been around forever, isn't he? So he's I'm, like legendary. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's my very good friend. I've known for for decades. He sort of is Harrow. Yeah, he's from Harrow. He lives in Harrow. He is he is Harrow, and he's a really good skater. I don't think people know like. He's got Vert a good layback, isn't he? Skater. Oh, insane layback. He yeah. can do gymnast plants. Yeah. He says he can't do them anymore. I reckon he could I reckon he could still do them. Yeah, gymnast plants. He had a, a photo in Rad doing a, a gymnast plant. Um massive airs, Hersh and roll slides. You know them? No, what the fuck's Hirsch that? Hersh and roll. Yeah, Hersh and roll is so imagine doing a front side board slide. Matt doesn't invert. Imagine doing a front yeah. side board slide, but then turning out backside. Oh, okay. So like an alley rock and roll board yeah. side. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And okay. then, what's it called? Hershen. Hershen roll. I think it's Steve. H- I think it was after Steve Hersh. Hershen roll. Yeah. Right. 
Um, grinding in the nose picks on vert. Yeah. Sickest fakey thrusters, everything. Like he's such he's such he's such a good dude, such a loyal dude. Funny dude as well, isn't he? Oh yeah. So okay, so a couple let me try and think of some Matt Bain stories that I can that I can say. Yeah, all right. So he uh that was the quickest yeah, thought. Like, let me think then. Let me think. Let me, okay. <laughs> so well once we drove to so Kotovich had this company car once and he just got it. And we got to we were at Harrow at about two PM at the skate park. It was it was myself, Kotovich, Bain, and I think Mick Foster. And Kotovich was like, oh, I've got this company car and I've got a fuel card. Where should we go? And instantly Bain said, St. Ives. <laughs> <laughs> so we got in the van and drove to St. Ives. And I knew Matt at that point, but this journey to St. Ives, the whole way there, he's telling me these stories. And I'm like, this is absolutely insane. This guy's a goldmine of insane stories. And that's when I really, really knew him. him. Yeah, like this this long car journey. That's a long drive as well, isn't it? Yeah, we got there in, in <coughs> so we, we got there in time for uh, the pub. It was last orders. We got there for last orders. And then we went to Peggy's club. And we'd heard that the guy of the fine young cannibals was in town. It's nearly a six hour drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Other yeah. stories the whole way. And uh, so we, we we were going, I think it's called Peggy's, this club. And we'd heard the geezer, at, uh, we, the, the, the chap out of uh, the Fine Young Cannibals was was there. Uh, Roland Gift, uh, is that his name, Roland Gift? I don't Gift? know. Producer, can you Google that? Fine Young Cannibals, Roland Gift. So this is just a little side note. This isn't the, this isn't the, the story, but. Um, and we're all, so someone was saying he was in Cornwall. We're all singing, everyone was singing the Fine Young yeah, Cannibals. Roland yeah. yeah, so. We're all singing Fine Young Cannibals songs on, on on the way to this club. We get there and they're playing. We walk in there and they're playing one of their songs just randomly. And we get in there and that dude's in there. <laughs> Literally, first person we see, that dude's in there. So it was already a weird day. But uh, where was I going with that? Um, My Bane so stories. Bane stories. He was telling me stories all the way there. Uh, and that same night, that same night, I think it was, a pasty saved me from getting knocked out. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's one of them nights. Honestly, if I wrote a book about all this weird stuff, <coughs> people, wouldn't, write people wouldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah write down memoirs. Yeah, so Nick's all likes memoirs. Find someone to, to uh, publish it. So, so we we come out, we come out of the nightclub, and uh, everyone's eating his pasties, and I'm like, <clears throat> "Where you got pasty from?" It's like three in the morning. They were like, "Oh, they sell them in the club." I'm like, what? They sell pasties in the club? They're like, "Yeah, in the foyer, they sell pasties." I was like, oh. So I walked back in. We'd been drinking, like drinking loads, and I was really hungry and stuff. Got a pasty, come out, and everyone was on the floor. I was like, what? And there'd been this big fight, and everyone had been knocked out, and they were all on the floor. And I'm just there with a pasty. Like, oh, these pasties are pretty good. Like, you know, <laughs> and uh, we slept on the beach that night. That was another funny one. And my page, that was when you had pages before phones. My page went off, and someone was going, oh, whose alarm clock is that? <laughs> it's not an alarm clock, it's my page. But anyway. So Bane stories, right? Uh, I can tell you the tooth one. His tooth broke, like in half. Yeah. Uh, his teeth ain't the best. It, it broke in half. He was drunk, of course, and he's like, "Oh, if I go to the dentist, they'll just put super glue on it and and glue it back together." He goes, "I'll do it. I'll just do it. <laughs> Save the money." So he gets super glue, puts it on his tooth, and sticks it back in. He looks in the mirror, but he's done it. He's a bit pissed. <laughs> So he's like, oh, fuck. And he's trying to put it off again. Pulling the pulling. 
And he pulls it off and he looks at it and he's pulled the whole thing out. <laughs> like the root and everything. He's pulled the whole lot out. He's like, oh, fuck. So he puts super glue on that, oh, on the no. actual tooth, the top of the tooth, and puts that back in his mouth. Passes out, goes to sleep. Wakes up the next, next day. His face is all swollen up with infection. And he has to go to the dentist <laughs> and explain. And the dentist, the dentist can't believe it. The dentist's like, are you mental? That's gnarly, like, pulling the whole thing out. Yeah, and then sticking it back with glue, super glue, into his, straight into his gum. That's gnarly. I was saying that, I mean, the other week, one of my fillings, a little bit came off, and it was a bit sharp, and I got just got the Dremel Multi on it, and so I just shaved it down. Yeah, he's going to, told me that last week. the dentist was fucked. Pretty punk. Pretty good. Fucking terrifying, the dentists. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I've got, I've start sweating. Mm. Yeah, I kind of... Yeah, clammy straight the way you're like... I, yeah. I, I had real bad, like... I had a really bad time with dentists when I was younger and I didn't go to dentists for a long time. But I don't know, kind of got over the needles and stuff now. I don't know. I just sort of zone out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it hurts, but I'm just like, all right, it's not going to be long. Is for it? me, it's the thought of like the yeah. after when <clears throat> I went in and they said, oh, we'll take these two fillings out because you've had them in for 15 years. And they were the classic black fillings, you know, the ones that are quite corrosive to the, to the tooth. And we'll take them out and put new white fillings in so you can't tell you got all these fillings. And the first time they did it, the filling was too too high. So when I was biting, it was yeah. putting pain. And then they shaved, pain. they shaved it down, but shaved it down too far. So at the moment, there's a tiny little hole in the bottom of my tooth. And I, I, get the Dremel multi and I don't want to keep going back and just having them... <laughs> That's at Dove Dental, like, isn't it? You, as go, well. you go in and they're like, oh, it's fine, we've x-rayed it. And I'm like, Is well, that is Dove, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So they're supposed to be really good for nervous patients and good level of dentistry. But I mean, they fucked up a load of mine. I mean, yeah. I only got two fillings. Quite proud of that. It's but not anyway, bad, there's. Uh, yeah, and I didn't get good. them until I was 40. That's really, really so good. Did. Yeah. Yeah, that's Thanks. really good. I'm really proud of that. Well, please, if you're watching this, make sure Brush you get your fillings checked out. <clears throat> um, one of the things I do want to talk about is. The amount of different artists that you've used over the years, like yeah, like Chris Bork, uh, Russ Morland, uh, Leanne Plant, Blinky, like it's fucking rad. So many artists, isn't it? Like you have used Blinky, right? It was his art on his board. Was that was that someone else? His he did that in conjunction with his friend Jake Kent. Okay, yeah. Uh, so Jake Kent did that that one. And J-Bone did a lot of the graphics in the beginning, didn't he? he laid them out and did all that stuff. Oh, he's done yeah. so much. Who yeah, did the yeah. Cates' graphic? Was that just yourself? That was just lettering, wasn't it? Cates' just write out. I think, think like... J-Bone did it. It was either J-Bone or Don Brider. I think that, it was J-Bone. <laughs> that needs a reissue. Would you say that Cates is the biggest? I, I mean, in, I would. In what, in what I've area? I've His <laughs> name has popped up on multiple I've changed episodes. him in my phone now to just D. Dan has, has pissed me off so much. Yeah. I can't explain. Like, I can't explain. Like, I wanted to kill him. And I don't really get it like that. How close have you got to actually wanting to kill him? Like, I, pun I, I, I punched a big, heavy door off its hinges instead <laughs> of punching him once. And he's only got a small head. So if you can punch it off oh, the hinges, no. you, know that, you know that scene from Scanners where the head just goes... Well, um, yeah, so, so but I, I need to finish what I'm saying because he's pissed me off so much and he's so difficult sometimes and yeah doesn't want to hear stuff you say sometimes however other times he's i've been hanging out with him right and i've laughed so much he's the fucking best i thought i was gonna die yeah i mean i'm literally i can't breathe and i'm like everything that everything's gone like the world's all gone all hazy because i can't breathe and then when he and stopped I, being I nearly funny. died laughing so 
You can't have it all, can it you? Swings and roundabouts. Yeah, you can't and have then, it all. And then when he stopped being funny, it's his laugh at himself being funny that is then funny. Like I can laugh at Cates' laugh just hearing that heinous. <laughs> that laugh's amazing. And also like helium laugh. Talking about skateboarding. Is that what we've been talking about? <laughs> well, here and there. And while skateboarding but, is the best. But he's like, he's one of the people where, so skateboarding to me is like, it's, it's what else is there? It's like, it's everything. Yeah. yeah. And Dan has always been the same. And I know when I think about Dan, skateboarding is, that's it. That's everything. It's number one. It's what he does. It's how it's what makes him tick. He's a skateboarder, isn't he? Yeah, and <clears throat> as skateboarders, we have that that bond, you know. And Dan is gnarly; like he's so into skateboarding. He's so into skateboarding, and and that's really cool. That how into it he is. It's a shame he's such a massive bleep. It, I, I, I do love him. I, I look at it like, like with, without without darkness, there'd be no light. So, I don't. <laughs> someone can't make you laugh that much. <laughs> someone can't make you laugh that much yeah, without and be and yeah. be, you know how some comedians are like some really good comedians are like manic depressives and mm. they'll, they'll make everyone laugh a weekend and they'll go home and just lock themselves in the room and be horrible to everyone for a week you can't have it all mm. you can't have it all sorry no we were talking about artists weren't we oh yeah yeah, yeah so, so amazing artists yeah i mean yeah, the been, graphics you know there's been some i mean they're all pretty sick but there's been some real sick ones over the years and i mean obviously the 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 OG logo skullboard is just staple on it. But like yeah. the Leanne Plant graphics of, of re more recent times, they're I look sick. At, I look at so Leanne good. Plant's graphics and <clears throat> other people's graphics and I look at them and I'm like, we're not worthy. I it's mean, this, fucking this artwork rad. is ins this yeah. insane. So she did the Benson board, the Richie Jackson one, um, the new Melcher one. Right? Yeah. I want to see yeah. this um, new Melcher graphic. What else it's is there? Good. She's the, done a few, hasn't she? Insane, yeah. Uh, the, Kate, the Kate's. <coughs> oh yeah, the, yeah, the mummy one. Um, and they're oh, all, they're so all talking about Devil Lady board for Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that that that's her. Like the that stuff's the, rad. The the devil the uh, maiden board for Eddie Belvedere. That's right. Yeah, yeah amazing. So so many. Do you know what, graphics? Um, who did the Melcher graphic of the um the the eyes the black and white kind of. Was it Clockwork Orange inspired kind of? That was the Callow Brothers. No, no, that was. But there was a, there was a Melcher graphic. Foz. Was it? Foz. Yeah, and isn't it That's one of? Odd. Yeah, it's... it was. Like, it was. There was. A, there was a series of them, and it was like the mysterious Melcher, or the amazing yeah. Melcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a sick graphic. There. Yeah. I also like. Foz has done loads of graphics. The um. For us over the years. Yeah. Uh, it's insane say? because Foz can do graphics that you wouldn't think were Foz. because well, he's fucking rad at what he does. Because he's an amazing you're artist, so used isn't he? to like, that certain art style that he has that when he does another graphic it's just like yeah it's rad on nine club when he's talking about working with you and like how how long you've been working together and that relationship yeah. with heroin and the skateboard brand it's been great right. yeah like I we, mean, we became friends after he skated harrow skate park one day in the probably probably early 90s yeah yeah he moved to london and skated harrow and we became good friends since then yeah and then when he started heroin, he asked me to distribute it. Of course, I did. No brainer. Uh, yeah. He's like, "Yep, sure." Yeah, it's been amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. A great dude. Yeah, and that's yeah. Uh, it's rad that he managed to maintain that link without it going to uh, 
whoever brings in so it would be slugger Baker. it would have been slugger wouldn't it yeah it? so it's good that, that that's yeah remain I mean, that way you know stuff like that it's, it's it's difficult sometimes but yeah i suppose if someone's been distributing if your mate's been distributing your company for at that point would have been like 15 years yeah you know i suppose it makes it a bit easier to say look can can this stay the same mm. yeah it's rad good relationship yes i guess but I yeah know, i guess i never really thought of that We've just, you know, because obviously, specified that, yeah, cause obviously I worked at Slugger, so they'd always get Baker Boys deliveries and it never kind of crossed my mind because I always knew that you did it. It never crossed my mind that like, oh, well, you know, Baker Boys. But that yeah. also just shows another side of why skateboarding is so good is loyalty towards... Yeah, absolutely. And if it's the other way around... Towards people. If it's the other way around and their mate, they distributed something that their mate did, I wouldn't want to... You wouldn't step on the toes? No, You wouldn't poach not. it from them? No, because no. there's so much stuff to do. There's so much other stuff. That exactly. Can, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, go. Hold on. Whilst we're on graphics. So yeah, Foz has always had my back, and I've always had his back. So Foz has done graphics, Leanne Plant. Whilst we're on graphics, though, and it kind of. There's another person that's done Def Skateboards graphics. Me. <laughs> I've done fake Def Skateboards graphics. Right. Uh, and I know that we were talking about his case. Oh, so I hope you don't think uh, I'm because obviously it's kind of like a Leicester tradition. There's going to be a give, lot of bleeping out. In this we'd always give Fraser. one of our mates like a fake pro board. And for me, that just always happened to be Mike, who obviously skates for deaf. But not only did I give him a fake pro board, it was always a fake deaf pro board, which some people could just be like, the fuck are you doing? Because it would say like Mike and it'd have a death sticker on it and I'd shrink wrap it and everything. People thought it was a real board. Yeah. And put a barcode on it. And <laughs> we don't even use barcodes. Yeah, I was going to say, the board's <laughs> no. don't come with barcodes anyway. No, but I put a barcode on it when I made it at Roller Snake, So it looked like we'd stocked it in the shop and uploaded it to Facebook. And you got a load of messages saying, congratulations well on going pro. And you yeah. put an update saying, I'm not, uh, this is not a real pro board fuck Ford and like tagged me in it and he was angry about it but it was always like a tradition to like Matt Clark had a fake pro Baker board I love Mike so much like Mike's fucking rad I used to hate him really we we didn't it was just like teenager like he was like with skating with like the casino guys and I was like working in ledge and when skate shops had a bit of rivalry some still right. do but then obviously like years go by and you just forget things or you just kind of like who who cares? I'm a, I'm like two years younger than him. So even then, he, when he's like 20, I'm like 17, 18. So he might still look at it. Or when he's 18, I'm still 15, 16. When so. you're that age, those couple of years are a, a, a big difference. When you get older, it, it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. When you're that age, it's a big difference. But I've always found Mike to be such a pleasure to be around. Yeah. No. Oh, no, he is. Even when he was like in his like most punk era, he was like always like so soft, like such a soft punk. But it it was just always like that was always the tradition was to you know give someone a fake board and I've always done it for Mike, but I always every time I do them I'd be like, am I overstepping the marks? It's not just a fake pro board, it's, it's a fake, a fake pro one. board for the company that he skates for, and well, he's got, and I, I remember I've been meaning to tell you um yeah I'm not happy mate. No, uh, no. <laughs> I remember the first one I did. Could you keep that going a bit longer? Just <laughs> yeah. I remember the first one Didn't I did. Heart it was all black. It had Mike Simon's stencil name on the bottom, and it had a tiny little deaf school. So I only had the you know the strip of school stickers that you do in like yeah. a six. It was a tiny little deaf school with flames, 
and his name really big. But on the upside of that, it had the name of the video, which was Funeral. And it had that as a complete top graphic and I re-shrinked it. And then the second one I did, I bought a mini logo board and put a death sticker in the middle and put Mike Simons and then barcoded it and shrink wrapped it as well. And I just, I was just always like, is this stepping the mark? And that's why I always messaged you first. Like I've yeah, made no, this. It's all good. It's all because good. if you were like, it is a bit too far. I'd just give it to him as a laugh because he's got one of my fake pro boards that Jazz painted for me when we were teenagers. So it was like kind of yeah. given risk, although it's only me giving him fake stuff because he's got that board. He can take it, can't he, Mike? He's got laugh. I just, I just thought that was the f fucking, the funniest thing that you was always cool with it as well. Because you could have just been like, no, I don't do it. And I wouldn't have done it. But I think the first time I did it, I didn't say anything. I just did it because I was in Sheffield. But this one, Obviously, you were coming to the Prem here as well. Yeah. And I remember at the Prem, I was like, I'll get Mike's board. And you were like, do we have to do this now? And I was like, no, <laughs> no don't worry about it. You won't it, do it. it wasn't because I was pissed off of you. I kind of, I think I felt, I kind of, I think I might have felt bad for Mike, maybe. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I can't remember exactly, but I think it he was knew probably it, like. He knew it were coming. It was always in the yeah, WhatsApp group. Maybe like, that's what it was. Maybe that's why. Yeah. I just maybe I felt bad for him, but you gotta admit that's a good graphic. Like leopard print boards, school with a mohawk and a chain. That ticks, all, ticks all the boxes. One of our friends, I wonder if I still got it in our WhatsApp group, made another fake Mike Pro board, and it was the Zarosh bleeding heart, and in the hand had a padlock, and it had Simon's in the name, and it had a padlock <laughs> around it. This is a thing we've done for years, Nick. We've always made Mike boards, <laughs> like all the time. There's so many fake mic boards in our WhatsApp group. Why stop now? <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, just keep it going. Just keep what, going. just one of ones. But yeah, I just wanted to thank you for not because I think honestly, if, if I think that was me, I'd be like kook. Yeah, that's what but, I'm thinking. Well, no, that was easy not to be upset with you about that one. Because, you know, it's a joke, you know what I mean? Skateboarding, like what yeah. would skateboarding be if there wasn't piss taking in it as well? Yeah, absolutely. If we can take the piss out of like other people, you got to take the piss out of yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, I just thought that that was a valid point. So just no, we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> just we're to need the wide angle on that one. <laughs> just to round off talking about the graphics and stuff, like you're always looking for new artists, I guess, to get involved with graphics and things like that. Um, so I'm really good at drawing dicks really quickly. He well. is. Do he what, draws them so Can we quick. do like some kind of... There's probably a dick here. ...board graphic with a dick on it or something? It, it could say Toby and the T could be an inverted cock. Well, Nick actually promised me a filmer's wheel over and 10 me. years ago. And I just go around promising everyone <laughs> filmer's wheels. That's what I do. Hey, I've actually <laughs> got... filmer's wheel? <laughs> hey, I've actually got one very serious submission for artwork. And I know Mike. Here we go. Here I know, we go. no, I know that Mike would love it as well. So I'm just putting that in there. Go on in. Um, you know Nick Blinko, rudimentary penis. Fucking love rudimentary. He's from down the road. <laughs> That's what me. I mean. Yeah, His yeah. artwork on a board, even if it, you know, the Deaf Church. I've thought um, about it so much. Like, could you get in contact with him? Like, how do you get in contact with him? Is he, he's still about. They've done a new album. I was just gonna. I was just gonna go and like knock on his door, hang about in in, in the area he lives in. Till you see him in like. Till I see him. Maybe try and do that. And just no, say, I don't know. I'd like, love to do that. That would be unreal. I do you know really Adam man lives in Royston? You know, near Cambridge. He's oh. got a house. I know the street and everything. I know hey, that's amazing. But fuck Adam man. I didn't know Re it. My mum told me because she lives my in Royston. My mate supported him. And my mate um, Brandy supported him. 
Oh, Brandy Rose. Yeah, sick. big yeah. up Brandy. Yeah. How's he doing? I haven't seen him great. for a while. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was Morrison. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, really love, yeah, peanut peanut yeah really, that would really be sick. like a groundbreaking. I piece thought of about art. it so much. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll, I'll try and figure out how to do it. Like, if, if that ever becomes a thing, even if it's early stages, like, oh, I've got his email and I've emailed, just keep me updated. Because right. that'd be the. Like, you know, like the, there's like an album cover with like the horse on it, like the iron horse and stuff. And just amazed that first album, that Death Church album is fucking incredible. That's such a good album. Um, So I'll send you my Dick board drawings. graphic. Yeah. The only thing is one of the greats has already had a similar graphic. Greg Look, Noick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not that you know we can we can all yeah, do mine it. Yeah, might be. I don't mind it be even worse than that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm going to look to the camera and say I don't want to insult John, but fuck me, that board is horrible. It's horrific. The isn't Greg it? note with the six fingers yeah, shaped like a dick. Subjective, what the isn't it? Fucking yeah, subjective. <laughs> all, all art is subjective. Oh no, right. like um, yeah. But anyway, so so one thing that you mentioned on the phone to me the other week, which fucking sounded like the best thing i've ever heard yeah you're in I've a band story you're in a band and let me just re recite what you told me you're in a band with bane right matthew bane and who else aka bane peters <laughs> <laughs> who else is in the band uh who else in the band right um you're on vocals right lead vocals if, if you can call it yeah vocals. we can that's the best yeah, yeah. way to but so it. you know there's two james fullers at least in skateboarding i didn't know so that. there's the james fuller from Norwich, right, and there's the Hartford to James Fuller, so he's he's in it as well, and you've had one practice session in a van, yeah, in Hemel Hempstead Tesco car park, Watford, Watford, Fuck. yeah, almost had it. How did it's, you power with that? Like, I don't think I told you which Tesco's it was. Uh, maybe I'm just uh, assumed. Yeah, acoustic. Uh, nice. So, but there is nice. someone in the band who's actually a proper musician who makes a living out of. You? Music. Have you got a secret music? music no, no. So, and it was his idea to do this. Right. So one of my favourite bands uh, is a band called Snuff. Yeah. So Duncan out of Snuff, and he's also in the Toy Dolls, you know, Nelly the Elephant. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's a, actually a professional musician. He's in your band? He's mad enough that not only is he, he's in this band. He wants to do practices in the back it, of a van. It was his idea. It was his idea to, for us to do this. And the, we're called Vermin Control. That's that's that's, but that's, <laughs> that's 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 such a good classic name. That's like oh, that's so like good. if you that's like if you watch a hate street video and you look at what song someone used, it's like how, vermin control. How like, can we hear vermin control? Well, so he's gonna, he's going to play life for us right now. Proper blue collar, right? So we we've only practiced in the back of my smashed up old van, the one in the Tesco's came, car park. The one you no, it was a different one, one that right. I had to sell, unfortunately. Oh. So because that that was an eight seater, right? So we've not been able to practice again but the, the idea is i want to record in the van yeah sounds and just sick. keep it all like <coughs> blue stripe lo-fi blue collar um i can't sing for you right now i've got <coughs> a bit of a sore throat today <laughs> but uh, <laughs> watch this space yeah watch this space i can know it sounds rad i need to see where i need to see it here some of that just to uh i guess just to sidetrack a little bit off what we've been talking about just a quick question is there any do you at the moment, aside from Def, obviously, do you have any um, favorite companies, crews, or what did I put here? Companies, team, or crews in skateboarding that you necessarily like watching? Is that, or let's put it like, is there any skateboarder in the UK at the moment that you, you kind of, you don't have to say me. You enjoy watching. 
You don't have to say me. It, it <laughs> fucking can't be me. I've not stepped on a board so, for ages. So, repetitive strain injury. Oh. Monkey's cramp. Have you really got that? <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry just to hear that. Two, <laughs> lay off it. Two bad knees and a bad back. But oh, is, no. there, is there any skateboarder in the UK at the minute? Like, if you Are you active on Instagram or do you check it if and when? Because usually you'll go through Instagram and you'll be like, that kid's rad. That kid's rad. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to keep up with, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's I, so much good skating out there. Instagram's insane. And I think it really keeps skateboarding going because what people need is is fresh stuff to, to get mm. stoked on. And Instagram every provides that. fucking hour. When, new. Every time you refresh, every two minutes, there's like a new unreal. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? And when, when, when it was a magazine every month, that was sick. But you... You'd have studied it all in in two hours, and then you had to wait another month to get another magazine. Yeah. It was like, and I think that lack of people being able to have access to see fresh mm. stuff, I think that people Stump. gave up skating because like of that. stumped the growth of it. Yeah, yeah. So I think Instagram yeah, I, it's, it levels the playing field as well. So even if you're not in favour with whoever the photographer is, or if you're not in favour with a magazine, if you film something rad and put it out there, there's a good chance tens of thousands of people can see it. It's pretty mental. Yeah. So UK skateboarders. Well, my favourite of all time is is uh, Have a Guess. I don't know who that is. Who's Have a Guess? You never met him? No. From Swansea. I don't know. Is he, is he friends with... Uh, Matt, Matt Bain. He's the best person. Right. Best R skater. Ronnie, best skater. Ronnie Callow. Oh, man. That guy oh, gets fucking what? better as time goes on. Fine wine. He's still so <laughs> light-footed, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Unreal. And he's another one where he's just... You can rely on Ron that he's just skating, 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 more skating. Yeah. Just so psyched on yeah. skateboarding. But no, my favourite... I've turned up to spots and Ron's just been there on his own. You know, like at a DIY. He's just there skating on his own. Amazing. Like, I won't go skating on my own. I love but, it. But like, he goes skating on his own and it's just like, that's a determined skate rat. Mm. Like, skate with someone or don't. Yeah. But also for me, I like skating by myself because if I want to film something... I might not, and it's something difficult. I might not want to make someone stand there holding yeah, the camera you, for ages. Yeah, I, I might feel bad that. about that. You can so just I'm, set your phone up. Put your phone on the floor. Yeah. Mm. You know, um, Best UK skateboarder so for you, Mike. All time. Mike Simons. I love Mike, but that's not it. Mm. Ben Condor. <laughs> Ben's it's not great. fucking Kate, is, is it, it? Is it someone that rides for death or has rode for death or completely? Are they UK? Yeah, you, you ask me UK. Dave okay. Allen. North, no, didn't Dave's ride for death. Best. Uh, north, south, east, west. Who's the best? Should we play your, the pro skater game? Who's your favourite? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. I love that. Who's uh, your questions. favourite UK skateboarder of all time? Fuck. It's, I mean, it's got to be like Penny or Who's yours? Rowley. He knows who mine is. I go on about it all the time. Avi. Chris Averton. Yeah. Avi. No, he's the best. Straight yeah, up. It's fucking. Get him a guest board on death or something, man. That dude. Yeah, he's so, so rad. Oh, yeah. yeah. But mine's Penny as well. Yeah. yeah. That's that's my favourite UK. Yeah. And worldwide, do you know? I always talk about it. All time. US. Yeah. US rider. Vert skater. From the 80s. Oh, I'm playing the game. See? Yeah, go on. Vert skater. All, right. uh, <coughs> all rounder. No. All rounder. Yeah. Pro board. Yeah. Now. Still has one. Yeah. Rides for a big long running American company. Yeah. Does he ride for He ride for Flip. Something out of NHS. No. No. Pal. Damn. No. Doing the oh, My favourite yeah. skateboarder of all time. Yeah. When I saw him skate Harrow, 
I thought I knew what skateboarding was. Ginger when, Steve. Frazier. When I Mike Frazier. Him, when I saw him skate Harrow, then I was like, ah. Oh, Wade Spare. That's what skateboarding is. Tony T. All brilliant. Fuck. Them. Ginger Steve. <laughs> no. Herrick. So, so, Herrick. So, so. It's not Herrick. Who this is it? If on. you've stayed this so long some... on the show, we apologize. Okay. Okay. Well, no, no. no, 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 no let's keep this going. I want to try I'll, and guess I'll, it. I'll, I'll give you some clues, right? I'll American. I'll tell you what happened to me. Right. So I'm in, I I rolled up to Harris Skate Park, right? I've bumped yeah. off work or whatever I'm supposed to be doing. About 1990, 91. I was about to say, who's your boss? Yourself. I guess I'm going to have to tell myself off for banking work. Cardiel. Yeah. There you go. Fuck, I yeah. worked so, it out. So back yeah. then, I, I, didn't, I wasn't running power, so I wasn't my own boss, no. So I rolled up at Harrow. Did power come first? Yeah, 96. Amazing. That's something that I actually did not... And that was because of... Consolidated wasn't available in the UK and they used to put it on the bottom of the thresher adverts. Yeah. So I faxed them. Back then it was faxes. No, so I called them, spoke to them, and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, like, we'll think about it. Because I was like, I've never done this before. I'm, a, I'm a, yeah. basically a kid with a skateboard. I yeah. this distribution company. I was injured. At, I hurt my back in my previous job. I was coming back from injury. I loved Consolidated. Loved the adverts. Loved their take on stuff. And it kept saying not available in the UK. So I was like, oh, I should hit, I should hit him up. So I called him, spoke to him. They didn't really, they weren't really sure. Yeah. And then I sent him a fax and I hand wrote the fax. I was like, this was a few weeks had gone by. And I was like, what, what's going on? Should I pursue this? There's other companies that are, that need a distributor. I've only, I haven't got much money. I really want to distribute. What, 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 what's, what's happening? And they faxed back, consolidated, headed fax paper. Yeah, we're down. Right. And that was just such a, an amazing moment. Right. It's and that's what experience. Started. Yeah. From was, skateboarding I remember again. driving long afterwards. I think I was going into And London. you're not even skateboarding, but it's just skateboarding. And I was like, oh my God, I can distribute consolidated. It's like one of my favorite companies or my favorite company at the time. So stoked. Alan Peterson and Karma. They were my, the two, my yeah. two faves. But... um. <laughs> So, yeah. so what's the timeline there? Like Consolidated, then Heroin came along, and then Death. So Consolidated Death started in '96. Uh, sorry, Power started in '96, and I distributed Consolidated. I took on some other brands, Black Label, Adrenaline, One Fifty One, One Fifty One, a few others. They came and went, apart from Consolidated, which I distributed till they the very end doors, unfortunately. So I started Death in '98, and uh, Heroin was soon after. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, um, and that was cool because. Some of the American companies would come and go. You know, they're running a business. They maybe thought sometimes that there was a better, not all of them. Grass is greener. Some, some, sometimes, some of them, yeah. Consolidated never did it. But some of them <coughs> were like, oh, we, we, we're going to go to this distributor instead. But when I started Death, and then when Heroin started, because it was my, my good friend, hmm. it was like, well, these two, these ain't going anywhere. And I can put as much effort and time and whatever it is that I need to into these brands. Mm -hmm. And not someone else isn't going to come along and steal, yeah. steal it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's gnarly in distribution. And that happened yeah. a, lot, a lot back then. Yeah. That yeah. a lot. And funny enough, when I started, um, so when I started Death, that was, because I was still working part-time uh, just to get by. When I started death, that was when I could give up my other job and deaths. Even though I thought it was no one's gonna like it, it sold well enough that I could just about get a, a modest living out of it. 
so w- w- where where were we? We were talking about. Uh, can't remember. Well, you were we talking got. about your favorite pro skater. Oh yeah, your oh, favorite yeah. So, Cardio. So Cardio. Oh. Uh, I'll run up to Harrow. Yeah, run up to Harrow. Was that the the time when they were over here with Ron Chapman, Guns, um, Simon Agar? It was like a milk distro. Maybe they went to Leon C. They went to they went to South Shields. Maybe it it might have been. But the thing is, Harrow because of New Deal distribution it was, was such right a hot spot. Yeah, yeah. People would come and go. It was when he had the I think it was when he had the sweets board, the candy board on Black yeah, Label. Yeah. And I had a vague idea of who he was, but not 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 really. He, he wasn't such a big name back then. And this was before Antiheroes had started. And uh, so I, I got right into Harrow, just like oh, I'll have a little cruise about. I think Matt Matt worked at the shop. Matt Bain worked at the shop back then. I was like, I'll oh, come and see Matt, have a little skate, not work for a little bit. See if he's pulled any more teeth out. Yeah, see if he's glued any teeth in or whatever. <laughs> was that? There was a funny, that reminds me of, uh, anyway, there's another story I remember in a minute. But um, so I get there and I see this guy pushing from the top of the slalom run in Harrow, and I'd never even seen anyone push like this before. I mean, he was pushing like absolute Going mania. for it. Like, yeah, wow, he was known like, for speed. Pushing you know like I mean? cr- downhill, pushing like crazy, and he'd done this ollie indie over the hip, and it was about two foot higher than I'd seen anyone else do anything mm. over there. And I'd seen some good skaters there, and it was the most twigged air I'd ever seen. And I just walked into the skate park. Hmm. I was like, what is going on? And then he rolled out of there and then... And for anyone that don't know Harrow as well, it's a fucking yeah, rough, rough as dog fuck, isn't park. It? Yeah, it's, it's a gnarly... Yeah, it's one of the oldest ones about. It's a gnarly, yeah. big, rough, yeah, scary park. Yeah. And then he rolled into the moguls and good people at the time could maybe float from one mogul to the other. He'd done another air that was like really tweaked and really high over this mogul hip that I'd only ever seen good skaters just just float over like a foot high. Ginger Steve early grabs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Classic. But that's... If you can't carve... I, I can't... Yeah, yeah, I can't say it on this If you one. can't carve, you're a... You're a... F- you're a fucking... Um, so, yeah. I, so, I saw Cardio Skate Harrow. Yeah. And mind was blown. I was just like... It's oh. funny, isn't it? Because, I mean, there's certain skaters like Cardio pre-injury, you know, unfortunately, like... Unreal, like so so good. We say all we the were time talk- about Penny. Yeah, like, people Penny now was, don't understand how good. Yeah, he was and is. And then, but then I've been thinking about it the last few weeks. I think Jimmy Wilkins, like oh, yeah. now on vert is like he is like the best of you know an era a generation. He's going to be around yeah. for a long time, and that's something else. He does it. It's I don't not necessarily. Your- it's not necessarily what he's doing. It's how no. he's doing it. I don't like, and that's don't what Cardio watch, was like. I don't watch a lot of that, yeah, but anytime Jimmy Wilkins clips yeah, on Instagram, I watch the whole thing. So good. I tell you who I really like as well at the moment is Corey Janot. Mm. Yeah. So that's his back nose bones, and he like big ones into it's it. Just so yeah. effortless. It's sort of like I absolutely can't skate like that, and I wish I could, but it's nice to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a few like that. Like that Dylan Jeeb, Jeeb, Jeb, Jeb. He's like, another what, one who's like watching him skate street blows my mind. It's something different about what they're doing. It's like a very unique new new guy in primitive. And yeah, it's and like wild. there's just something about it. It's like holy shit. He like floats into yeah. things. Like every, it's like he's like I know with skateboarding you got to be perfectly timed when you want to do certain things. But it's like it's like someone's put a slow motion button on him. Yeah, 
and everything's it's just fucked. like it's so clean. Every limb on his limb on his body is just in the right place at the right time, and it just looks amazing. But yeah, Jimmy Wilkins and I mean, you know, Cardiel back in the day, holy shit! I mean, I saw him at that Leon C demo, and where he he was like doing frontside airs from the midi to the vert, and he was screaming whilst he was doing it. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was a little kid. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? It's it's just so much energy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just like, what the fuck? You know like, who, tiny yeah. wheels and on... Tw- and th- just, it, it was like, it almost looked like he had to, like... Dislocate bend his back. Yeah. To get to, into... He was proper, like, contorting. Yeah. You know who's one of the greatest people I've ever seen on a street and big ramp in Copenhagen was Aishad Ware. Yeah. Watching him skate, it's just like... These certain people when they skate, even when they drop in and carve, you're like, you've got the gift. Yeah, and yeah. and like watching him skate, he skates ramp and street the same, and yeah. he's, he's like light footed, and you can just sit on coping like how cardio would go around the corner and lean. When you're skating a pool corner and you sat on it, you have to lean into it, otherwise you yeah. just come off on the deck. Like watching him skate like an oververt, he was so calm with it. He, I swear to God, he like he could grind the length of a corner and just look at you. Like everything was just perfect. Yuto's another one like that who's just like seen him on vert defining you know what skating is now can skate vert like the best vert skaters can do everything on street like it's mind-boggling isn't it yeah it's, like, it's just so far advanced I've thought of I like to think about stuff so I've thought of your question and at the moment who have you been who have you watched recently or have you seen recently on Instagram whatever that you think is in the UK that's really really ripping and I don't think you'll guess do you want to guess again or are you bored of that game no, north or yeah. south you want to guess? Yeah, South. Come on, let's get this. Uh, South, uh, Midlands. Uh, oh god, that's. I think it's Midlands. Yeah. All right. Is it? Um, so it's not Bristol. Do they have a pro board out? No. So they're sponsored. I don't even know if they're sponsored. Fuck. And they're so good. Street skater. <laughs> so underrated. No. Ramp skater. Known as ramp. Known as ramp. That's in. Underrated. We, underrated. Need, we need one. We need a good clue. Underrated. Really confident. Goes really high. Under the radar. Really under the radar. Oh, Jesse Thomas. Yeah. What a fucking no. good yeah. guess. Well done. Jesse Thomas. Rise for us. Rise for all things. Oh, yeah, sick. Does yeah. he have a board sponsor? He doesn't have a board sponsor. No. Yeah, so yeah he good. is good. Yeah, I'm real. He's got he's, he's got it in his jeans. He has got a bag of tricks so fucking deep. He can do every single. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like everything, and then he can do it all switch. And he'll like, do stuff on vert where he he'll yeah. like mess about with his back wheels over the coping and then bring yeah. it in. It's like, oh, you on vert? See, <laughs> did you see his winning run at the uh, Swedish? What is it? The vert Mal- series. And he's like going Vertec. out of the vert onto that fucking wall that's set back like a bank. And he's just cruising over it and he's just floating on and off of it. Yeah, and I just think if I could even one drop invert and get that high, I'd be dead. He is good. Yeah. Like Jesse. He, yeah, I mean, like, I don't understand how someone like him, who is naturally that gifted, doesn't have a proper board hookup. It's like, blows my mind. Um, well, he but, did, didn't he? He did. What well, with... Um, what was uh, it called? It was Moonshine. Yeah, Moonshine. Moonshine. Yeah. Moonshine so that's Chris, ago. his stepdad's thing. Yeah. Maybe I should speak to him. Yeah, I think that's probably a good shout because yeah. he, yeah, I mean. And 
whilst we've coincidentally gone back onto the subject of deaf skateboards, you might think this is a joke or not, but I've actually heard it a lot. I've actually heard people asking why you never had any board yourself with your name on it. Because my reasoning for that is I know Foz did it and he said it was a super popular board because when you know the face behind the company and they're so relatable and they're likable, which you are, and it's an independent company, which everyone's loved for 25 years, people would buy a board with your name on it. But, I, but now I understand the reason why and why you wouldn't. <clears throat> I don't, so when I get, when I, when I go skating, yeah, it, it doesn't come easy to me. Yeah. So how I was talking about how those people skate, they're my favorite skaters. I'm the opposite. I'll get to a skate park, I'll skate for 45 minutes and I can barely even do anything at all. Mm-hmm. And then when I do get warmed up, I'm tired pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, I know that so, feeling. So what I'm saying is, I can't go to the skate park and rip. So I feel like if I had a pro board out, I just feel like I just, I'm not, just not good enough. You'd want it to uphold some sort of image. Yeah, and then some people might get, like, some people get a board because they're like, there's other reasons why people get a pro board. So Ford had one just because he's really handsome. I've had three. Yeah, fuck, he's had three three different... One for being handsome, one for having the best hair, one for having the most tattoos. I wouldn't say best hair because it's slowly falling. Handsome, I can kind of agree with. Yeah, definitely. And tattoos, but no, I I think my last... I think the last one I had was just because like um, the funeral vid came out and I'd already started on the. So the reasoning behind that was it. Was I mean, it, I think you should have more. Pro was it? Boards. Was it something like I don't really think there's a name there, but for, we say this all the time. Like I don't necessarily think there's a reason for a name to be on a board, but for somebody else there is. So people tick boxes. So sometimes people get a board because they're an artist and they get an artist pro board, and there's all yeah. different reasons. But I'm sort of below average at everything. So I just don't think I tick the boxes to have a pro board out and I just, I don't really feel comfortable with it. For me, and I know for some people, they'd love to see it because they'd just love to have that in oh, that's, their possession. That's like, very kind of you to Like say. If, if a Zorlap board came in with his name on it, we'd put it on the wall. You'd buy yeah, one and you'd keep it because, right, yeah. because it's like for what you've done for skating and you've helped us all out. Like there's very few people in skating. Like I feel like if I text you tomorrow, like I've all of a sudden got no boards, can I have a board? There'd be one in a couple of days and you'd just be like, don't worry about it. There's stuff that people do for others in skateboarding that warrant them having a board with a name on it because I'd have it on my wall. Oh, well, that's, I mean, you know, I had no idea that you uh, you you felt like that and that's very mm. kind of you to say. I think a, a lot of people probably do. I kind of, I'm a little bit also like, <clears throat> like if it wasn't you guys doing this, this mm. would be something I probably wouldn't volunteer to do. I kind of, I kind of like being a little bit, not really particularly in the limelight myself. Yeah, that's understandable. And uh, so that's probably part of it as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I just literally, I think I just feel like other people may not feel like this, but I feel like if I've got a pro board, I should be able to get to a skate park and tear it and do the 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 image, do every go the ghost. The ghost, what was uh, it? the coaxial, <laughs> you should be asked to do that on lock at any, any given situation. To be fair, they go, oh, the guys here you can do the, the ghost, what is it? The ghost, ghost what is it? Intermediate flop, <laughs> intermediate axis flip. We need to just keep every time he said that, that trick, 
put it on the screen. Oh, and there's another one similar. Like, Phrase can do that in big lettering. <laughs> Intermediate ghost flip. <laughs> and there's another one, the monster bash. Yeah. I've seen the Richie monster. made that name up because yeah. it's a monster flip. Nose, it's a ghost nose bash monster flip. So the monster bash. So is that Richie what, made that so name. So what's the monster flip? Uh, where the board flips completely 360 it without kind of goes flip. against physics because it doesn't yeah. twist it just goes long ways like that how do you do that um you should do like oh a, i know the one you mean yeah just straight up bong. well i've never done one just a monster flip out of out of an ollie i've only done the ghost ride ones are we talking about like a full back full back flip yeah. motion yeah, yeah i know the one you mean but every go when i can do that every go then i then no, you get a pro board yeah. you know <laughs> right. what that screams Feel. to me right i'm gonna have to make a zorlak Fake pro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. What about if? What about if for me, just for me, you had a guest board on Baghead Crew? That could work. I guess all like that'd that. be sick. That would you be, should get that going. That yeah. would be amazing. Right. Let me give that some thought. Because that'd be you and Matt Tomasello having guest boards. Tomasello skates fancy lad who cuts all his boards up and they flip round on their own. And he's got a similar name to me as well. Yeah. Mm. Match made in heaven. Yeah. Um, it can come as a set for no reason. Two completely opposite. <laughs> Maybe you could ship his board with the, the braces on so it flips around the right. Well, the idea would be, because um, Tomasello, like I said, he puts hinges on his board so they like self-release and flip themselves. And stuff. Yeah, Because some that, people yeah. are so good at skating, they get bored of being so good, so yeah. they want to challenge themselves. I'd want it to come with, in the shrink wrap, like a fake handwritten note, so it'd obviously be photocopied, and a little comedy like door hinge set with like how to build your own because yeah, be he calls them uh <laughs> it comes with a template you put on and cut it because he calls them uh <coughs> what's it not modification but man, uh manip boards manipulation boards because manipulation. he says they're manipulating the standard act of gravity that you're used to when you're trying to do a skate trick one of his boards is in a museum in ripley yeah, Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum. Yeah, in Derbyshire. One's for sale for naked. five grand or yeah. 15 grand, and I've got one in my house because yeah. he gave it me as a parking gift. But I just thought that'd be a good touch, like a funny little door set of door hinge, a little door hinge with a note, like how to do step one, cut up your board. Maybe when you, when Zorlak says yes to the guest board on Baghead Crew. You can have a guest pro no, wheel. You, you could get the Vermin Control first release CD with the board. Like yeah. when you've got the... The record on the front of the skateboard, mate. Yeah. Maybe record. that could just be the cover is them in the back of the van playing like acoustic. <laughs> and it can be long That'd be ways. Sick. Like, yeah. Um, so but anyway, this is a good it, meeting. Yeah. yeah. A productive meeting. Me, but, uh, I, yeah, I'm glad you refer to it as a meeting because that's exactly yeah. what I'd like to... But in my opinion, think. your name on a board... That'd be sick. I think yeah. you've warranted it. it. Like, well, I'm very touched that you think that. You don't have to do it just because the two best people in skateboarding are telling you to do it, but... It's quite a lot of pressure, though. I hope you lose sleep over <laughs> it and you think about it. And... Um, so, Def Skateboards is 25 years old, yes. which is fucking fantastic. Yeah, right up, you know, definitely. Ain't uh, many motherfuckers in the industry doing that. What, like, over the years, like, and with power as well, we've obviously, you know, been some issues there with, like, oh, business and things like that. What's been the biggest struggles? Well, what about you COVID? Talk... Well, but that kind of, I guess COVID... Like accelerated, didn't it? I mean, it did for a lot of people, didn't it? Like, no, because nah, because you, you couldn't get the stuff. The oh well, obviously, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there's different sides. That's a good story. So right from the start, there was problems. Um, when I started Power, my f my parents pretty much wouldn't talk to me for a couple of years. What? When because I, you started your own thing? Yeah. 
Why are they against that? Because you didn't have your name on the board. Because <laughs> <laughs> they thought, I think they just thought I, I wasn't going to, I think they thought it, I was just, it was just an excuse not to get a job. Right. Which, you know. <laughs> which that's what a lot of skateboarders <laughs> go into the skateboarding industry for. But there, may be, there may be a shred of truth in that, but I think they thought I, I wasn't going to do anything. But then when they saw that I actually started like getting quite a lot of stuff and selling yeah. quite a lot of stuff. Yeah. Maybe it was that, or maybe it was the fact that they kind of realized he's not going to stop. We better speak to him. He's our son. We better speak yeah. to him. Yeah. So, so for a couple of years, it kind of broke the family up. So that was right. No, right. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then, <coughs> I, then I, I had, I'm not going to say who, but there was someone else in the industry who, who didn't take kindly to me uh, starting a company and they they said stuff to stores that I was doing with the business that wasn't true, so they were lying <laughs> and saying. Can you tell us and we'll edit it out? They they were telling people that I was going around in my car to skate parks trying to sell stuff and selling stuff directly. It's going to skate parks and selling. You remember when I had that the advert where you're in the trunk of the car? Yeah, they told they were telling <laughs> stores, oh, that's really what he does and all this stuff, and it's like absolutely wasn't. That yeah. couldn't be further from the truth. I had no interest in going around. I try and avoid doing that. Yeah. yeah. And then Mike Simons if opened someone... up a skateboard shop called Jag Boot where he went around skate park selling stuff out the boot of his car. Did he? Yeah. No way. So uh, where were we? So well, anyway, we were so... talking about like, so when you know, I running a business for that long. Yeah. So when I the start... ups and downs of it, obviously, yeah. you know, skating, the family skating's and... like yeah. this, so, isn't it? So when I started, first of all, <coughs> caused the problem because my, my, my family wouldn't speak to me. That, that resolved itself. Then I had other people in the industry saying stuff to try and stop me. And that's happened to other companies as well, actually. That's happened quite a lot. Anyway, and that, that kind of like, that, that sort of eventually went away. Uh, and then just the, 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 the amounts of money you're dealing with and the really... Fine, slim profit margins. margins you're dealing with with distribution. Yeah, you got to find tens and tens of thousands of pounds, and everything's got to go right for you to just come out with a, a little bit of money. Yeah. Here's another f f thing that's funny about it. If I was to describe my job to someone, right? So I've got a, and this isn't even all of it. This is just part of it. So I've got to get the manufacture correct in terms of every bit of the manufacture and the screen printing and the graphic i've got to get the marketing right i've got to get the team right i've got to get the video stuff right i've got to get um so so many other things you've got you've got to do right you've got to get the pri the pricing correct you've got to get it into stores you've got to get the dish you've got to get, get people to buy the stuff it. even when you've done all that people might not want to pay for it. Yeah. So you've got to get yeah. everything right. You've got to do everything right. And even then, some people might not buy it for reasons best known to themselves. And that's all right. That's up to them. And then people that do buy it, they might not want to pay for it. <laughs> so if you were to, to sit down and describe this job to someone, they'd be like, fuck that. You're off your head, mate. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's, re it's, it's, it's really hard. And if Doing you get as much as you have to do for the, what you make uh, out yeah. of it. And, and giving away, supporting that many riders with products as well like and that shit costs money and almost every day 
and sometimes more than once a day, I get people asking for stuff, for stuff that's nothing to do with me. Yeah, which is, you know, that's 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 how it works. But yeah, it's 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 really difficult. And if you gave me a bit of paper and a pen, I could go through the alphabet a number of times and write down for every letter of the alphabet a company that's come and gone, a skateboard company that's come and gone. And that shows you. You got a pen and paper. That shows you. <laughs> that shows you. How, we could be all night. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna make him do it. <laughs> That, that, that shows you how yeah. how difficult it is in this business. So yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's hard. It's difficult. Yeah, it's yeah difficult. it is. It's difficult. Um, but there's so many cool things about it that it, it keeps you in it. Yeah. yeah. But, so COVID was gnarly. So there was so much demand because people weren't going to the pub and they weren't spending their money at the pub. Everyone wanted to skate. Everyone wanted to buy boards. But the factories were shut, so you couldn't get anything. <clears throat> And then when the factories opened again, I think one of the veneer companies went out of business. There was a lack of glue. All this other stuff happened. Everyone ordered 10 times because they were getting demanded. Mm. So everyone yeah. was demanding so much stuff. Everyone ordered 10 times as much. I ordered loads of stuff because people were like going pretty mad at me saying, we need more stuff, we need more stuff. I was like, all right, all right. I didn't know this was going to happen. And the factories were shut. So mm. I ordered loads. And then what happened was, Everything got stuck on the ocean. Mm. Yeah, I remember you telling me. So I'd have 10 grand there, 10 grand there, 10 grand there, paid for all this stuff. It's on the ocean. And then another lot was ready. So then another 10 grand here, 20 grand there. And then another lot would be ready. And I hadn't even got the first lot because it was all stuck. Some of it took seven months to get here. Yeah. So I had to find all these tens, tens and tens of thousands of pounds for stuff that was sat on the water. And then when it got here, everyone else's stuff had arrived as well and demand had gone back to normal. It was oversaturated. The Absolutely market saturated. Was over, yeah. Absolutely. So everyone's having that. all these mad sales. I didn't have a sale and stuff because my prices really couldn't be more fair for the quality. People would order, they'd gazump, they'd order everything gazump. and none of the other shops could get anything. <clears throat> yeah. So I shut the B2B and I painstakingly split everything up really mm -hmm. carefully and I'd, I'd, I'd send emails out saying, right, this week, I c I've got enough stuff that every shop can, can get, get two, three. six boards, five sets of wheels, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I painstakingly split it all up. And so many shops were so grateful. And they were like, Nick, they were like, we, that, didn't, we didn't have any wheels. We were a skateboard shop without any skateboard mm. wheels. That's an incredible thing to do because you could have just been like first pass, first come first serve. It was, it, it made life really difficult. And it, yeah. Because I was sending out really quite small orders to, to loads of people. And I was discounting the postage on some of them because I felt like oh, I can't really charge you the postage for this small amount of stuff that I can send this mm -hmm. week. But I just were like, well, it's ju it's just how I, I like to do things. I like to try and be as fair as possible. Yeah, 100%. And, it was, and even though the demand was huge, I couldn't really make any money because there wasn't stuff. And then when it all arrived, the market was saturated. So then it, it kind of sat there for a bit. Mm. But it's cool now. Everything's picked up. The brands that I do are really strong. So... I haven't had to put anything on sale. Yeah, you got the best brands. You've always had a good brand selection. Yeah. Like right now, it's, you know, some point, isn't it? You got the good shit. I suppose it, it depends who you speak to, but I'm really stoked on the brands I'm distributing. Mm. Mm -hmm. Really, really stoked on them. Yeah. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of like now I can finally breathe again, but for a couple of years, due to one thing or another, yeah, it was a nightmare. Absolute on. nightmare. Absolute. And I'm very lucky that, that, you know, I know some very good people that have helped me out. Mm -hmm. um, 
and yeah, everything's cool. Everything's selling. It's busy again. The sun's out. Mm. It was like the night, night before Christmas that lasted for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So that was that's just one episode of yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember like back to around Squadrophenia times and filming Escape from Boredom. I'd be at the house quite a bit, and there was like a lot of boards coming in and going out. I remember yeah, like Kate, Kate's had like three or four pro boards yeah, at any one point, and you know Pritch and Dane and their boards. And who's yeah. had the most pro boards on Def? Is it Kate's? As in. At, Actual pro boards, name on boards, not as, as in, in quantity, dif- different, as in different, different graphic. I don't, I don't know. It's um, got to be Kate. I think surely, it's got to be Kate. Yeah, yeah, probably Kate. What's your number one best board that you've put out through death over the in terms of sales? No, no, just your personal favourite that you look at, and because that would be the school board, surely. <coughs> probably that, the skull. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, well, what's it's your favourite death board over those years? The, just the classic. School. Yeah, just because it sort of started everything. Yeah, yeah, that's good. good it's good. Yeah. It's a good board, and it? it's been a consistent thing for me. Yeah, and it's always consistently sold. Yeah, always sold. Yeah, well, they go. They're the quickest boards to go in here when we get a run of boards. Mm. The school boards. Yeah, it's just it's kind of a staple, isn't it? It's been around for yeah. that long. It's just you kind of. Uh, yeah, it's been good. You know where you're going with that, don't you? So, well, that so, last that last uh, question can lead on to two more questions. L- let's talk about the new thing. <clears throat> the new thing yeah. that you're doing. So. World news. I've always been fascinated with humans. No matter how much they got, they want more. Yeah. And when they have got their heart set on buying something, they'll not worry about everything. Else. They'll not worry about everything else that they should be worrying about. But they're just fixated on buying that one thing, and they think that will make everything be all right. And it's really quite a mad thing if you think about it. Yeah. So the the new company I'm starting is called Consume. Okay, because you had the boards that said Consume on them. That's right. Classic been doing boards. It for years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind another of, staple board, another long lasting board. Yeah, I've just had a run of them actually. Yeah. So it's kind of I guess you could say it's kind of an offshoot of that. I've been doing that board for a long time. Yeah, probably fifteen years or so. Maybe. And this is predominantly clothing or another board. Clothing. For now. Maybe other stuff, not necessarily boards. Okay. But the Toby Bachelor Pro Filmer will. Oh, you read my mind. That's what I mean. He's <laughs> so <laughs> fixated on that wheel, he Shazam. can't think of anything else. <laughs> but do you, I don't know if you ever remember the actual conversation we had about it had to be, it's very specific, my requirements for that filmer's bill. It had to have spiders, clear urethane, spiders, and skulls inside the wheel. Oh, to be really? honest, that sounds like a fucking good wheel. I know, that right? Light up on the inside because oh they're clear. God. <laughs> Imagine filming on light up wheels and you've just constantly got the glare. The poor sod would have to go around the factory and find dead spiders to put him in the mix of urethane. I'm talking real spiders. I'm not talking about like... Real fake. spiders? <laughs> what about live ones? <laughs> so yeah, talk to us about yeah, consume. Sorry, what's, your, <clears throat> what's your vision with that? My, my vision with that is... And can we ride for it? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So just let's let's say I'm gonna be I'm gonna be taking the piss out of why humans are so insatiable when they want so much, including myself. Well, I don't want anything else now apart from a consumed T-shirt, so I've got to have it now. Look, yeah. See, it works. Like, I've got to have it now. <laughs> the plan worked. Watch this space. When's it coming out? Uh, I've been super busy doing 101 different things, but really soon. Can I give you a pre-order for it right now? Yeah. <laughs> We want it all. Ten of everything, right? We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> no, it sounds exciting though. It's good that you're you're doing something new as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's sick. Little project. 
not little, but yeah, project. I've always got little ideas, and it's it's really fun putting ideas into yeah. into reality. I get a kick out of it. Hmm. Can I do a, a, a graphic? He's not going to be knobs, Toby. Fuck's sake! Consume dicks. <laughs> Just put that on a board. Consume. Your dicks. mum consumes dicks. We <laughs> we are getting Ooh. into the late night hours of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm normally been asleep for an hour. This is normally when I wake up with the first session of restless legs jumping around. Yeah. This is what I do. Yeah. And I and I I'm not I'm not psyched on it. I'm not proud of it. I make people stay up late. And I'm sorry. It's not. Oh it's no, not I'm, I'm ha- it's not intentional. I'm the not way, the way that I look at it, I've got a fucking many more years, hopefully, of good sleep. So I can sacrifice <laughs> being in bed right now to talk to you. Yeah, like, absolutely. I'm like you're this, here on the podcast. That's amazing. So we're just grateful that you're here. Consume new thing coming out. That sounds sick. You heard it here first. Consume by Nick Zorlak. Yeah, coming that's soon. Good. You're gonna Make get a sure team you- for that. Well, you might not need one, surely. If, uh, if you want to do soft goods, to I haven't it. figured it out yet. And are you going just to skate stores, or are you thinking? I, I ha- it's it's such a new. I've been doing the consumer boards for ages, but, and I've wanted to do the company for ages, mm-hmm. but I haven't. I haven't figured all that out yet. But I, I guess I'll just have to. What I, what I try and do is just sort of play play it by ear. Yeah. Just just see what happens. And if you want to do boards off the back of that, the way that you get around putting someone's name on a board without it being a pro board is it's a signature model. I see a lot of that in skateboarding. It's not a pro board. It's a signature. You know, like a pro shoe isn't a pro shoe. It's a colorway. What's the difference between that and a pro board though? I I don't even know. Your name's on a board. Surely that's the... Well, a lot of people now, they do signature shapes. Like shoes, like I said, like signature colorways. Yeah, I can understand the colorway thing. I mean, that's you know. Or a signature. So, so does it mean that someone can have a uh, a board out or a shoe out without actually being pro? That's. I think so. That's I mean, the like way I look at it, yeah. Because they like, used to you be don't boards. You don't have to be paid. You, yeah, you're, did, not, you're yeah. not paid if it's a signature something. Because that's how the Tom Knox shoes started on New Balance. Because for a long yeah, time, yeah, New did, Balance yeah. did not do pro shoes. They did colorways, so it had their name on it or a number. They but they wasn't, that. I assume, getting a pro wage for that. And eventually, He's got a pro they had to up. start doing pro shoes. Um, Just a little sidetrack there. Want to save a bit of money? How do you see the next pro t- 20... Signature colorway t-shirt. <laughs> black. Is everything going to be black? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Very dark you know. gray, maybe. <laughs> Oh no! no you're black. slipping. Can you do it? Can you do a range of black T-shirts? It's in that black that reflects absolutely zero oh, light. Oh, so it's so it, What's yeah. it called? Hasn't the bloke got a trademark? Yeah, on no but somebody's. There was a guy who had a trademark on it, and then somebody, somebody else has come out with one. Oh. Trademarked it, so the guy who originally trademarked Vanta Black was the only person in the world who couldn't buy it. And it was free to use for everyone else, wasn't it, or something? It was free for the public to buy. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's incredible like that. to quote kate if it's free i need it yeah absolutely yeah um food tastes better if it's free clothes fit better if to- they're free toast tastes better when you're at someone else's house always yeah does it 100 percent. 100 percent. always to murder some toast right now um sorry <laughs> where do you like so you've done 25 years of death what do you reckon's gonna happen in the next 25 years with skating and death and you know will the board still be the same price in 20 years <laughs> Depends if there's another coronavirus. Oh, you reminded me of something. Yeah. On one of your previous shows, you talked about the reasons that boards had gone up in price. Yeah. Yeah. That was maybe two shows ago. So yeah. shipping costs gone through the roof. Yeah. Um, Wood production itself. costs, all that stuff, raw materials. There's one thing 
I think you didn't mention, and it's the biggest, the biggest factor. Greed. No. Um, the the pound to dollar. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, the the yeah. pound has dropped like yeah in, considerably in a couple of years. It's dropped like maybe thirty percent. So that's thirty percent mm. gone. Mm. That's a lot. So that's that's the biggest factor of why boards have gone up so much. It's simply because of the exchange rate. So if the exchange rate went back to what it was ten years ago, boards would all come down in price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Didn't point. think about that. But yeah, it's I true. have to think about it because when I get yeah. an invoice, if it's like say it's like let's say it's a $20,000 invoice where it used to cost me 12 grand or whatever. Now it's, it might be 17, 18 grand, depending on the, the exact. It's fucking insane. Isn't so it? I've just lost five grand like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's why boards have gone up so much. You know, that's the main reason I think in England. I think it will, we're probably going into, you know, when the American boards kind of drops out of popularity in, you know, in the sort of mid nineties. I don't British. know the stats. I don't know the, the British brands kind of came through because yeah. the, the prices were better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, so that's, yeah. I think we're going to see that, that happening. Right. You, like you, you can't, kids can't pay 80 quid for a pro board. You know, it's just not going to happen. Like even when I bought one cost price, when my board shot out heading towards the wall, I'm like, because it's fucking expensive, yeah. you know, even yeah. the cost price is mental. Yeah. So my prediction. <clears throat> What's going to happen? Yeah, next 25 years. What's so it? I reckon people are going to do, people are going to do loads of stuff into vert ramps off the platform. Yeah. Like Penny did in that four on one kickflip, backside flip, fake in, all that. I reckon there's going to be more of that, more of that sort of stuff. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like more kind of obstacles on the top of vert ramp platform. So they're out the ramp onto that back in. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But aside from that, I mean, oh, who knows? I think the whole ambidextrous skating is probably going to, there's going to be a lot more of that. Kids who just can skate both ways. Absolutely mm -hmm. no, you don't even know which way is which. It's just, you know, like the, people kind of push the limits, I think, with rails and steps. There's only so many stairs you can get down. Before you, before how you how many more kinks can you put on a yeah, rail? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think that's kind of reached its... And, and looking at the, the opposite as well. So basically all... The, so more and more really young kids taking over and being really good. But the other thing which is going to be pushed in the next 20 years is, so when, when, when I was like 20, we'd get, me and my crew would get depressed because we'd be like, we're 20, in five years, we can't be a skateboarder anymore. Yeah. What are we going to be? This is everything. What are we, what are we going to call ourselves? What are we going to be? We a can't lot of be people talk about that. Like, um, mm retirement age in skateboarding was so low oh people yeah. would lie jason about their age lee, jason lee was retired at 22 because he thought by yeah. the time he was 25 he'd, he was done and i think grosso was retired before he was 30 yeah so when we were 20 we'd be we'd be really down in the dumps because we'd be like well, what are we going to do in five years time i wish i'd have known now oh, sorry i wish i'd have known then what i know now it's going to be which right. is yeah. i i now know that when you're 50 years old, 55 years old, 60 years old, yeah. you can still skate. There's going to be an influx of older so skateboarders well, it kind still. of already is now. Yeah, yeah. Heroin's gonna... doing it really good with hooking up, Fozzie's hooking up his mates that are like 40 and 50. And yeah. You know, people are going Absolutely. pro. People are turning pro later. Like Dead Dave turned pro at like 32. Like imagine that 15 years ago. Oh. Turning pro at 32. No chance. So there's going to be people. So see, Tony Hawk did a 50 at 50. It was amazing. Well, I hope to see him do a 60 at 60. So what I'm saying is 
there's going to be people that are still really rad and they're 60, 65, maybe 70 years old. Pushing the age of it. And still ripping. Ronnie, so Ronnie Callow's going to be ripping at 90. Yeah. You know, uh, what's your personal favorite death video? Favorite trick in any death video? It can be yourself. It can be someone else. So, so like, you know, something that really like stood yeah, yeah. out. Right. Okay, yeah, I can answer that. Yeah. So, favorite video. Can you reach me from there? Are you kicking his leg to say escape? Can from you boredom? reach me? So escape from boredom is fucking amazing. Escape. My favorite video is Into the Void. Yeah. However, However. Into the Void was made really very much influenced and in trying to be like Escape from Boredom. Would you say that Escape from Boredom is kind of inspired? Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah, there first. P people come up to me now and say, "Oh, I saw that was one of the first videos I saw, and I'm really stoked on it." But Into the Void, because when I watch it from the intro to the end, it's just there's people that have been skating for me for like 25 years. Yeah. On this video, my friends have made the music. <clears throat> it's my friends' music that I really like. And I've got a guest trick in it. What I think, I'm, you want? Words I think I'm in it as well. Have I got, I think I've got some stuff in there. Front side, front yeah. side, lay yeah. back, front three out, which yeah. I could, I couldn't even bend down there now. And that was probably yeah. only two, that was probably 2017. Lucky I filmed it then, wasn't it? it? Lucky I filmed it then. Yeah. So yeah. you got, I got, yeah, I'm, amazing. In that. I'm in that. I remember everything I was wearing because when that was in the video, I was actually fucking stoked. Good. I was really stoked. That's, and that's part of, part of it, stoking people up. It's but, part um, of skateboarding. Yeah. So, so, Really good friends that <clears throat> did the music. People who've been riding for the company for 25 years on the video and still ripping. So that couldn't have really happened in an early video because that mm. time hadn't el elapsed. Yeah. So it's a really kind of, um, what's the word? Uh, there's a word. Uh, hold on. While she's thinking about it, do you still have all the DVDs available? Because when I moved from Leicester to Sheffield, back to Leicester, then to Derby, I lost Escape from Boredom and Better Than Life. I I'll, lost them both. I'll I have a dig I've, about. I think I've only got Ordinary Madness. I'll have a dig about. I lost so much stuff. But I'll, those two, I'll have a look. I always get like a little itch to watch those two videos. Yes. Yeah. They're my era of getting into skating. Good. Said on the Dainton podcast um, or the Morph podcast, everyone was like, you know, a lot of my mates, they all got into like blueprint and stuff. And that mm. stuff just went over my head because it was deaf and heroin. And I don't know if you've ever read it, like any old interviews I've done, but every interview, it's like, what were the videos that inspired you that you watched as soon as you got into skating? And it's just always death and heroin. Sick. And that's why my videos are the way they are. You got like yeah. the fucking freaks and geeks in there, but then same with death videos, you've got a complete freak and geek, but then you've got technically something so good. It's like a complete opposite. I like to mix it up. I you like got someone that up, could yeah. jump down stuff or skate ledges and stairs and handrails, but then you've got someone that will do a roly-poly on a mattress on the floor. So a lot of my videos are inspired by death videos. Oh, glad to be so, of assistance. Who did the roly-poly on a mattress on the floor? Dead Dave. Hmm. Who else? Um, what was that? Oh, sentimental. It's, it's sort of quite sentimental. Yeah, so, you're watching it age, and so it's really, it's just really. It's, it's like a milestone, isn't it? Of the yeah, brand yeah. And where where it's come from and where it's. And going. and that video also, I, I kind of we made that, and I was kind of thinking, but I've done this with a few things. I'm like, if this is the last thing we do, <clears throat> I want to be happy with it. Yeah, yeah. Put everything into it. If it's the last thing we do, I want to be stoked on it. And that, <clears throat> as it happens, it wasn't because that's probably five years ago. Mm. But um, 2018, I think. 
So I yeah. moved a year later. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. Five years, isn't it? Yeah. Um, There's so loads of things in that video, like for me. That like, firstly, like the mics part and footage, and I banged on about mic, but that was the first video that I contributed to that wasn't my own. So, so that footage in that was the first time. Yeah, yeah. Aside from little edits or clips, a, a lot of Mike's footage in that is all the stuff that I filmed and sent to you. Do you think you'll do another video? Yeah. Because of how videos are nowadays, and I don't know, but some of the riders have got have actually gathered quite a lot of footage, so it yeah. might naturally sort of come together where they that everyone says almost at the same time. Oh, yeah. That has been a problem in the past. The the fact that some people fucking have fucking Adam Moss just putting that out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Adam Moss. I need to go to his pizza joint. We said that. Yeah. In an early episode. Yeah. But no, you were saying a lot of them are gathered footage. And yeah. So we love Adam. Saying Truro. Yeah. Is it Truro? He's got his place. It's or is it Penzance? Nuki, isn't it? Oh, Nuki. I think it's Nuki. So yeah, a lot of people have collected footage, and it might naturally yeah. transform. So in the past, so people are out there filming still yeah. on cameras, oh, yeah. saving. It's good that that. Because yeah, we say it. a lot of that's died in skating because of the instant gratification of Instagram. Mm. Yeah. And Morph was saying himself, like, no one wants to go out and film for X amount of years when you can get a clip and it's on Quartz Snacks and it's got 50 million views and you've got that instant, like... Well, there's nothing better than a full video, a part and three minutes of just someone yeah, that you've both. spent two, three years with and they're mates for life. Maybe you should do the I mean? thing like... Both things are good. Like um, how Baker have done it where... You get two or three like of the Baker video, two parts montage. Yeah, like two that's, years later. I think that's quite a yeah. sort of digestible yeah. way of doing it. If people are ready with footage, yeah, to put it out, boom, done. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, uh, and going back to what you're saying about the the videos you were inspired by Death and Heron video videos, that's sick. But also, I think it's important to say that even if you weren't inspired by other videos other people might have been inspired by the other videos. Mm. And what's cool is that even in the UK, as a relatively small country, we've got such a a sick variety of, of mm. skateboard companies <clears throat> and styles mm. and that diversity that you can sort of pick and choose and there's all this rad stuff. Yeah. So I think I think the UK scene is just amazing. Mm. Yeah, it is. The UK scene is really sick. I've, I've said for so long that Def and Heroin have two, those two companies have the most diverse teams in skateboarding, in my opinion. Uh, there, are, there are a lot of companies that do, but in terms of just general characters that are on those companies, yeah, it's fucking like, like you look at like Richie Jackson, et cetera, Patrick Melcher, and then you look at Heroin when they had like Gumiagi and Deerman. Like everyone's completely different, yeah. but they're on this one company and it makes like such a weird mix of just freaks geeks and absolute but that's the best thing like about it. skating isn't it that's what i, I mean like, like yeah. there's nothing better than watching a full video where every part is like um every part's completely different like the same vid i did it's like mosher part tech part weirdo part mosh and that's how death and heroin videos are in my opinion I, yeah. I i agree with you and that's how i like to do it i like it i expect the unexpected i like yeah. it. each section to be completely different yeah a bit like if you ever read Bukowski, he always said that he wanted every sentence to jump out of the page at you. That's not his exact words, but... Yeah, I know exactly like, what you're quoting, though. Yeah, yeah he wa he wants everything to to be a slap round of chops, you know. Yeah. To be different, to, to have some energy about it yeah. that's different. And that's what I've always enjoyed on skate videos and, try, and tried to, try yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. 
And, oh, and favorite sections. Um, there's something amazing about when Richie and Patrick have sent me sections, and we've made spent all this time making these videos, and it's been really sick. And they've sent their sections, and they're all done. And sitting down and watching them, and ha with having no idea what they're going to be like or what's going to be in them, yeah. just sitting down and watching the sections, and just laughing and like. Oh, but then, yeah. but then again, at the same time, doesn't stick out in the videos. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like stick out in a bad way. It like fits, sits well, perfect with death videos. It's not like you get in it and you're like, in amongst this is the anarchy. You're like, this is just completely random. Yeah. Like when I watched those growing up under, in my, my impression of it is just someone filmed the whole thing, one filmer, you know what I mean? Because they blend so well. So it's okay. not like they've sent mm -hmm. you a part and it sticks out like a sore thumb and you're like, this does not match the vibe. Good. They, they just blend really well. Well, I suppose if every part is so different, Mm. Like you've got Andy Scott one minute doing scrambled eggs and then the next minute you've got Kate's riding a board made out of nails and the next yeah. minute you've got something. I guess, I suppose it's easier to to, to have something that fits with that because you don't know what's coming next. Yeah, it's just completely yeah, odd. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. Good Fav stuff. Favourite tricks? Anything super mem memorable? Favourite tricks? Uh... You know what I like? I mean, I'm kind of biased because it was Escape from Boredom, but I, I was re always really stoked about the intro of everyone skating in slow motion towards the camera. And then it wakes, Cundall wakes up. Yeah. Goes from his dream, and then it goes into Cundall's part with. I the, love shit like that. With the Gwen Stefani music, like, while, with him wearing uh, sweatpants. I, I can tell you a couple of tricks that have, I thought were, were pretty cool and why. So when Ka Richie did a Casper wall ride, in one of the videos, and I hadn't seen that trick before. Yeah. And he then, that was, was also... That from Boredom? No, I don't think it was. Was it Better Than Life? Yeah, I think so. Sorry. I was really stoked on that. I just, it, I really like Will Rides. Yeah. I like Casper's, and it just, I just thought that was really sick. He yeah. also, after, I think it was, his, he did that on a different spot for his Ender on the Transworld video as well. Yeah. But then, Matt Pennington come along and sent me a sponsor me tape, and he'd obviously watched that, and he did a Casper Will Ride flip out. Yeah, off a... Bank onto the wall, yeah. pops it back round. Yeah, so is he is he still on, still skating? Yeah, yeah. So demo, dude. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was really sick that he's obviously watched Richie and Patrick and some of the other yeah, riders yeah. and been influenced by that and gone out and done something and actually added something to yeah, it. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. So yeah, to right. see that progression, yeah. I, yeah. I really liked. His part in Ordinary Madness was fucked as well. It's good, wasn't it? It's insane. Load yeah. of that and was completely from unexpected. Type. I remember yeah. the documentary came out before, right? You did a documentary and you said, someone sent me a sponsor tape, which was one of the best things I think I've ever seen. Was yeah. That was about... No, that was after because he was on the tour with you. It was... Andy Evans made a documentary about the making of Ordinary Madness. And then did you have one after where you like... And State's like, all right, now let's take this thing on tour. That was the, that was the Andy Evans documentary. Yeah, that's amazing. <clears throat> what about... That's um, fun. Yeah. Rob Smith's... Uh, sponsor tape. I was there when oh, we first watched that. That fucking walking around the house with that thing spinning around on his head. Yeah, that was just mad, it's bonkers, it? wasn't it? Yeah. And then we called him up. Yeah, fucking monk called him up. That fucking clip of him trying that nose blunt pulling off the wall into the quarter, and the guy goes, um, "The guy's oh, like, do you want me to call an ambulance?" He goes, "We'll get fucking calling them now, then." <coughs> and he, oh, now. that is insane. <laughs> I don't even think anyone's been. Or no, it's fucking that, ridiculous. Like, yeah. Rob Smith is insane. Yeah, good lad. He is. Good lad. As long as I can 
walk, I you know, I still try and skate and as long as I can. How often are you skating now? Every week. Mad. Yeah, I'm learning stuff. I can't believe it. I'm learning Yeah, I see stuff. it on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah so we see that shit. We see it. So the reason I got on Instagram is I met someone that I used to skate with years ago and they said to me, oh, did you quit skating? And, and like, oh, you don't skate anymore? And I was like, no, I, I do. And I was like, oh. It's so mentally. Because you didn't like, post on Instagram. It's so mentally yeah. if you're not on social media, people think you've just stopped existing. So yeah. I thought, oh, well, I might, I might as well have an Instagram and I'll just post silly stuff on it that I do. And then, because I don't want people to think I've quit skating when I haven't. And the other reason was if I film someone that doesn't ride for death and they want to use the footage and sometimes people use the footage and then they um, give me a filmer credit and they used to put death skateboards and I was like, oh, I don't want them to get in trouble with their sponsors by mm. them mentioning death skateboards when they ride for another company. So I started my own personal Instagram so they can tag me as a filmer without getting in trouble with their sponsor. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of worked out. Yeah. Just made sense. But no, I skate, I skate, I skate loads. I skate every, you know, like, I skated Friday night and I'm still aching from skating so I was going to say, night. like, yeah. how, how is it affecting your body with skating now? I mean, like, for me, I, like, I skated for two hours today. I'll feel that tomorrow or the day after. Yeah. yeah. So my knees really fucking hurt. Same. So, so some of them tricks that I've done on my 50 for 50 yeah. and some of the tricks I've done on the 25 for 25 years of death, they might not look like much. <laughs> But some of them, for me to land them, mm. I was thrashed for like four or five days afterwards. Literally yeah. useless. Yeah. It's for fucking like hard days. work, isn't it? It's <laughs> really hard work skating. But, but it's so rewarding when you land something, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's rewarding. Though, Once like, again, skating is the fucking raddest. It Peter Pan's you, is it? Yeah. Is it? Rodney, oh, definitely, Rodney, Rodney yeah. Park, it certainly used to say like, that. Yeah, it Peter Pan's you. Yeah, it keeps you young. Yeah, I've sort of stayed at age 14, I think, mentally. On that note, Cheryl, we've you know we've again realised that skateboarding is the the best Fucking thing, best. eternal youth and never ending, amazing thing. Shall we wrap it up? Yeah, fuck yeah. All right. Well, we I'm sure we both want to thank you. It's it's quarter to eleven at night, so Nick's it's not going to be in the morning with me, is it? <laughs> with um, Nick in the morning. You here in the morning. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Well, That's right. Really Thanks sure for coming. I'm sure you can't. That basically, you can't do a skate talk podcast thing in the uk without having you on because you've been yeah. a, you're a staple of the industry and yeah. skateboarding and you have been for fucking decades well that's pretty so, much what i wanted yeah. to say. i was gonna say it's, i'm sure me and toby can both like, agree that we're just happy that you're in skateboarding yeah and everything you've done for it and you should be fucking proud of it because you've inspired a whole bunch of people a whole bunch of fucking whole weirdos. Bunch of fucking weirdos. To keep being weird. And you're still going and you're still supporting those weirdos when they're yeah. 31 and 72. So the... F fucking... This guy so, is such a... No, but... You're never 31. <laughs> I'm 30, actually. But no, the, uh, no the fact that you're still in skating and you came Hey, I got podcast. ID'd for booze the other week. Yeah. It's that Sorry, eternal good. youth. But yeah, the, let's wrap it up. But yeah, the fact that you drove it, you're on yeah. the podcast, you continue to support people is amazing. And we love you. Yeah. And I Fucking constantly right. say to people, and Toby does as well, we can both back each other up with a quote that we always say that Zorlak is one of the best, if not the best person in skateboarding that we know anyway. Well, but in but in general. I'm very humbled and very flattered that you would say that. 
Uh, other people might not agree, but it's your podcast, so you know. Yeah, we can say what say what the fuck we like. I'll, t- I'll take it and I say thank you very I'll say, much. I'm going to send you the, the the dick board graphics. Yeah, I'm going to fax them. Don't to forget, going to fax them to you. But um, but yeah, you might no, need a few pages. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of people that I always talk <laughs> to about long. skateboarding. If death comes up, it's always yeah. fucking good shit. Like honestly, we're not just saying like not saying it because we. Toby's doing the roll the credits finger, but it is genuinely always <laughs> good it. shit. All right, well, cheers. So and cheers for everyone thank for the you, support. Thank you very much for coming. We love you. Cheers. And hopefully there's 50 more years or cheers. more years in skateboarding. So thank you. In roll two, the theme in tune. Two, in true Toby fashion. Roll the theme tune. Let's go. Nice. Cheers, Nick. Cheers. Big up. Thank yeah. you very much.